Christmas carolers. I hate Christmas carolers. Screeching voice, little blue snippers. I warned you, Brad! Episode 165, welcome to the Buzzkill Podcast, where today... I'm dreaming of a Mog White Christmas. Ah, you should have sang it. No. Why not? Because every time I sing or do something kitschy in the beginning, Uh, you tell me I'm stupid, and then I feel bad for the rest of the... Dreaming of a Mog White Christmas. That was stupid. Good. That was awesome. That was awesome. I bet you everybody out there in podcast land loved it. Podcast land. (laughs) It's a a land (laughs) full of... Enchantment and pods. Pods. What's going on, guys? I'm Mike. And I'm Jim. And uh, Justin still hates us and he's not here. Um, that's just that it's a fact of life that we, um, we're coming to terms with. We have a. It's, it's been uh, hard. We have a body double si- um, sitting here, but he's. It's a body double. It's a body double in the sense that, like, if, if Oprah Winfrey was like Kevin Hart's body double. <laughs> that's that's about that's about how much this is. I'm confused by that <laughs> reference. Because he looks nothing like him other than the fact that they have eyes. Oh. That's that's <laughs> what that's what I meant. Are those the only similarities between Oprah Winfrey and Kevin Hart? <laughs> Pretty sure. Okay. Have you seen him? <laughs> I don't know. This is this is going somewhere. Uh hey, <laughs> welcome uh welcome to our Christmas shenanigans show. Ah yes. Christmas shenanigans. Christmas shenanigans. Um, we didn't even say who the body double was over here. Oh, oh, oh! Does oh, he's he, he's shaking his head. Does he matter? He doesn't want people to know who he is. It's probably for the best. That's exciting. It's like a little mystery. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking John. <laughs> <laughs> well, cat's out of the bag. John's here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we don't have a third mic set up, so <laughs> John gets to fuck right off and sit on the couch and. Uh, John, happy. John just gets to sit next to the wall of DVDs. The wall of divids, divids and blurids. And blurids. <laughs> blurids. <laughs> and, uh, yep, yep. Enjoy them, damn. So can, I, can I interest you in a nice uh, X-Men blockbuster new release rental on, on glorious VHS? Where, what is that? Why do you, why do you have that? I literally just told you exactly what it was. <laughs> I know, but where did it come from? I bought it from somewhere. I don't know. I saw it in the wild, and I was like, yes, that needs to come home with me. Is there anything it's in it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's the movie. What movie? X-Men. Oh, I didn't hear you say X-Men. <laughs> I thought it was literally just an old clamshell from Blackbuster. No, 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 no. I, I found it at like a thrift store or something like that. I'm like, that is a relic of the past. The like Indiana Jones one day will be, be spelunking in old Blockbusters <laughs> trying to find trying to find these gems. It'll be in that old uh, the warehouse with all the, the crates. Yes. Right? Yes. And just in the middle of it will be some one. That's the new- one. New release, two day rent, two day rentals. Two That's days. not long enough. Oh, hey, Breadbox is only one. 
Really? I think so, aren't they? You ever use Redbox? I've never actually used Redbox. I've never, no. Uh, <laughs> I think they're one of my rentals, though. Actually, take that back. I think I used Redbox once, and I never took the movie back. <laughs> so it's a forever rental. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're a thief. That's why I had to get rid of, um, I had to stop doing the Netflix, uh, like, physical rental. Mm-hmm. Because I, so I signed up for Netflix back in, you know, like, back in the day, back when I was a young and like, 2010. So, so nine years ago, ago. <laughs> and uh, I got one month worth of so you you could do the the plan I was on was you could get <clears throat> one DVD per per month or whatever uh-huh. it was or when not per month it's I, I think you can send them back as whenever you want right and yeah, get another one so. yeah so you get one DVD and then unlimited whatever streaming and stuff yeah I got the one DVD still in my cabinet at home <laughs> but do you do you remember what movie it was nine years later. Uh, no. (laughs) I want to say The Other Guys. Did that movie come out nine years ago? Nah, probably something like that. I think it was The Other Guys. Really? I would say if if it, if it didn't cost me like five dollars more a month, I'd probably still do it because there's a lot of stuff that uh, that you can get on disc that is not on streaming. Tons of stuff. If you're gonna say something, you yeah, gotta you, say no, it loud. Yeah, enough. we can't hear you. Nobody can John, hear you. John. John said he has. You have no idea how many DVDs he still delivers in the mail. Because John, John, John's, John's a mailman. A mailman yeah. John. Oh, that's, that should be his new name. Hashtag Mailman John. Mailman. No, sounds, that's it sounds um, like a Chippendales dancer. <laughs> Welcome to the stage, Mailman John. <laughs> <laughs> come on, come just, on, ladies, just, get those stamps ready. <laughs> He's gonna be licking them all. He's night. gonna be throwing his mail sack around. <laughs> throw, throw your your licks in. in. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Watch oh out, ladies! This one's express delivery. <laughs> <laughs> what if you were a mailman and your name was Satchel? Hey. Be great, well, right? Right. Oh my god. Um. Anyway, yeah. So um, this is our our Christmas spectacular. Spectacular. And and I don't, I'm not sure what's exactly so spectacular about it. There's, I don't even have a tree up in here. It's like the most dank Christmas party ever. Like we're literally like in the dark with, we have the mood set. James brought his candles. The mood is set. The uh, and he doesn't mean dank the way like your uh, like um, like your cool cousin Ron says. No, dank. no, no, like, dank. Damn, dude, that shit's dank. No, dank. he means he means dank as in like it's like a musty basement in here. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 this. Uh, I gotta say it. What? This this popping that's it's, happening. It's really fucking annoying. I I hope it's not coming through because it's like every four seconds. Okay, right hey, now. hey actually, we're gonna the, we're gonna pause for one second here and we're gonna check. We'll play back. We'll be back in in the future. It is now the future. Uh, we are back, and uh, so far so good. And this is like the fourth or fifth time we've tried this. <laughs> I'm not hearing anything. Everything looks. We, we, so different. We, James. Yeah. Why does it? What? The future. Did you expect it to look like this, dude? That was the math that you did in the last like twenty minutes. So we were uh, off the air. I got so bored. I just started doing math. <laughs> oh my god. Um, <laughs> it sounds like it's a hair a little bit better. Like we unplugged some shit and plugged it back in. And not a hair. Did you, did you turn it off and turn it back on? Well, okay. Um, it's, it's not a hair better. I haven't heard one. No, don't you fucking say it. Don't you fucking. I'm not going to say it. Let's let's go through what happened though. Yeah, we did the. <laughs> did you try turning it off and turning it back on with your computer? We right? did. Yep. Turned it back on. 
sounded worse than ever. It was literally it really like just did. static. And then uh, Johnny Boy here mm-hmm. says, did you try unplugging the microphones and plugging them back in? What did you just do? Stop. I got to pull my notes up. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stop yes. fucking with stuff. Okay, we're good. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's because you got your stupid notes on your dumb computer. And I, you're trying to do this at the same time. I need to have the computer because I'm recording, James. Buy another computer. Buy one computer. No. <laughs> this is the only computer I need right here. You see the comp- when, when, composition when, book. When you can Property run, of the Buzzkill podcast. When you can run recording software off of loose leaf paper, we'll fucking talk. Class schedule. Name. <laughs> Val DeLong. Email address. DeLongDong at GeoCities.com. School, the streets. I don't think the GeoCities had email. Grade A meet. <laughs> Cell 47 C block. That's the only computer I need, dude. Fucking oh composition book. All right. Um, well, this is going splendidly now. So yes, we're going all right. Let's, let's, let's just pretend. Thanks, uh, John. Fuck off, John. <laughs> You're a um, hell of a guy. Go home, John. Um, okay, little, so where, where, cheers here. where do we, we leave go. off at? I don't know, dude. I don't Who know cares? either. <laughs> we were done... talking about our weeks. Yeah, no, yeah. I haven't I, done it. I didn't do shit. We had a, bir- a birthday party for my son. I, I, I've been working t- way too uh, fucking much. We're heading up to Bad X this weekend for, for Baird Christmas. Steaksmas. Hamsmas. Hamsmas. Yeah. My parents were... <clears throat> sounds, like, sounds like ham fist, and that makes me really think of your parents. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> don't talk gonna, about my mom. We're going anyway. to do a little ham fist in this weekend. Oh, you, ham you, fist. You guys want to join? <laughs> Get ready for the ham fist, Jude. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, that's my parents I talk about like wow. that. Wow. Yeah, uh there's... no, my my parents were so usually it's well, so we do Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. We're a we're a different kind of family. And then we do uh for for uh for Christmas we just kind of we usually do appetizers, just like a shitload of appetizers and you just graze all night. Mm-hmm. But my parents went to Nino's, Nino Savaggio's. Did you know you can go and just like try a bunch of different liquors while you're there um when they have them set up yeah oh yeah yeah you it's just not, it's not all the time but you just you walk around you can try different bourbons and stuff and wine and all kinds of shit so they went and they i think they got a little bit tipsy maybe are you sure they just <laughs> and then they did they bought my dad bought a, a dearborn spiral cut brown sugar ham are you sure they just is, didn't go to a you know, bar get a bunch of drinks and then just leave because they thought they were samples <laughs> look at this they're giving out free samples jude <laughs> there it was there it was Oh, it's coming Let's back. Just, just don't, don't just even think about on. it. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, it's a, that's what we're doing this weekend. But uh, other than that, yeah, not, yeah, not. no, my 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 past week has just been like I said, way too much fucking work. So simple as that. Simple as that. I can't wait till the fucking holidays are over, man. Not to be a not to be a, a such a Grinch. Not to be a Grinch over here, but Grinchy bitch. God. Yeah. What? You don't like the? <sighs> I work for the post office. Whatever, dude. Get over it. That's your choice. You chose to work for the post office. It's true. You did. You really can't bitch. I mean, I choose. I, I bitch about mine too, though. And I choose to work there, so yeah. I got nothing for you. Yeah. James can't bitch about his job because he doesn't have one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he right. beat the system. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. All right. Um. <laughs> Found that loophole, baby, and I just jammed through it. Clearly, John and I need to uh, make some some corrective changes in our lives. Speaking of corrections. Ooh. Okay, uh, I got a couple corrections from last week. Actually, I got one from uh, uh, Vito called us out on, and this is not from last week. It's from two weeks ago. 
uh, then fuck off. No, no, totally matters because uh, being that I'm going to see Star Wars: Rise of the Skywalker uh, or the cares? Rise of Skywalker tomorrow. Uh, 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 who cares? We, we do have a, a Star Wars. Apparently, we were talking about. So you said something about Qui Gon Jinn's ghost being at the end of Jedi. It's not Qui Gon's ghost. It's Anakin Skywalker's ghost. Oh, you fucking idiot. Okay, I don't. I'm not a. I'm not a like. I watch the Star Wars movies. Sort of. I'm not a Star Wars person. Then, 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 I like them. I like the original trilogy. Don't fucking talk about it, James. I like the original trilogy. Uh, obviously, Phantom Menace and the other two that came out in the early 2000s were dog shit. Um, it sounded like you said the fandom menace. I'm like, there's no fandom. <laughs> there's no fandom for those the, movies. Oh, the fandom menace. That should be that should be a, a Star Wars blog, the fandom menace. Well, there you go. Dude, do it. TM. Do it. <laughs> no, not me. I don't know. What, um, I don't know shit about these movies. The other, the other thing that we got wrong was uh, that we did do the dark half, and it was on episode one sixteen. And we knew that we did the dark half. I said it was a couple months ago. It was just over a year ago because I don't know how to gauge time. Yeah, dude. I told you it was not a couple months ago. Yep. yep. <clears throat> um, that's I've, all I got. I've got one here. Okay, what do you got? <clears throat> so we were talking about the happening. Mm-hmm. What's happening? What's happening? Uh. And you had mentioned we we kind of got into a discussion about why why things went down the way they did, mm-hmm. and you mentioned that they said at some point in the movie it was because of the nuclear power plants the the number or as you would put it the nuclear power nuclear plant. nuclear <laughs> the nuclear power plants <laughs> the the number of nuclear power plants in a in the northeast yeah and uh, because of how much pollution there is and blah blah blah. Uh, Nuclear power plants don't produce air pollution or carbon dioxide, so that doesn't make any sense. So was it just regular power plants? Because they did show they did show the power plants with like the giant stacks of steam. With the, that's a nuclear power plant. But so those, you're saying but, those, but nuclear power plants do not cause air pollution. So all that smoke and shit that's coming out of them is steam. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now the I'm mining. Gonna, I'm gonna look this up when we're done. But okay. Well, this is a this is a well known fact. That's why that's why certain people think that like you know everybody's trying to move toward. I'm not trying to get into a discussion about this, but everybody's trying to move toward solar, and wind and hydro or whatever. Uh, some people say, well, why don't we just go nuclear? Because nuclear is, for all intents and purposes, clean energy. Okay. Uh, even though you know you've got your your byproduct, the toxic waste byproduct. Uh, the mining of uranium does use a lot of energy by the means of fossil fuels, though. Oh, okay. But that's mostly done in Kazakhstan, Canada, and Australia. All Why did I say Australia? All, all of Australia. <laughs> all of Australia. So if the trees were going to start somewhere, and it was because they were pissed off about nuclear power, then they should have done it where they were mining uranium. Well, okay. That's true. So... I got nothing for you. I don't know. That like, movie didn't make any sense anyway, so really calling it out from one more like one, one more mistake isn't going to <laughs> like yeah, like there's a big carbon footprint here in the US, but uh nuclear nuclear power plants don't have anything to do with that. Nuclear. Nuclear okay. power plants. The nuclear. So um okay, cool. Uh moving on here then. Uh, it is our it's our Christmas party. Woo woo woo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the coolest Christmas party you've ever been to. This is uh there's a there's a disturbing lack of tinsel. There is I've never, <laughs> I've never disturbing I've never been to a Christmas party that's not 
Tinsely enough. It's also no titsels. <laughs> Just putting that out. What about these? <laughs> Rubbing your nipples again, James. <laughs> All right. Um, so this week. Yeah. What are we talking about, Uh This week we're talking Christmas. And uh, what better? <laughs> <laughs> this week we're talking Christmas. What, uh, I mean, one of the best Christmas movies in, in our genre, at least, is uh, fucking Gremlins. Oh, Gremlins, uh, Well, yeah. Die Hard, yeah. <laughs> but fucking Gremlins, right? And uh, we talked about Gremlins... A uh, long time ago, a little bit on our one of our pre-format shows before we actually knew what we were doing. I think you did. Well, you sure. I mean, it we w- both it talked was, about it. But it, it was it, talked about. In, yeah. uh, it was our creatures episode, I believe, and um, it was the episode four, I think, three or four, something like that. No, but <laughs> something like that. Five, six, seven, something like that. Yeah, it was early. It was in the uh, the single digits for sure. Yeah, or ten. But I'm gonna um, go ten. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we talked about it then, but uh, we've never deep dived them. So uh, that's what we're doing today. It's deep dive. And to go along with that, because it's our Christmas party, uh, right? <laughs> and because we're talking about uh, uh, Gremlins, which is a is obviously a Christmas movie. The sure. second one is not so much, but whatever, still kind of nope. goes along with the what? Nothing. Never mind. I'm say I'm going to save that for when we actually talk about it. I actually, I the more I look at this can, I really like it. Uh, it's very simple. So this is a this is a Goose Island, a, a Goose Island Christmas IPA. It's India Pale Ale, yes. by the way. It's festively smooth. It's uh, uh, I forget, I can't find it. This okay. is riveting radio. Yeah, right sorry. Now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, brewed and packaged by Goose Island Beer Company in Chicago, Illinois, and Fort Collins, Colorado. Specialty Belgian malts create a deep garnet, deep garnet color. Gar- garnet, 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 gar- garnet. Garnet color and a truly rich old European flavor <laughs> in our classic Christmas ale. I'm I'm just what pic- is there's nothing funny about that. I'm just picturing the flavor of an old European. <laughs> 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 and the generous amount of crystal hops adds that extra spicy aroma to your pint. Perfect for a wintry night. I know, dude. You I can't know. read. You cannot read. Watch this. No more fuck ups. You ready? Our Christmas ale brings good tidings and joy to each holiday season. A two-time gold medal winner in the World Beer Championships. The original Goose Island Christmas ale clocked in at 5.7% ABV. There was no 2010 vintage. The 2011 vintage saw a bump to 6. This is all... Okay. This is off of Beer Advocate. It was the only one that I could find with a description of it, and it's this is just this jackass going off on uh, the, the details of it. Um, yeah, I wanted to get something that I was, could have found something about gremlins, but it's fucking Christmas. So let's have a Christmas beer, right? I like the, uh, I like the, the tab on this because there's a cool star of like David. Yeah. Is it a star, David? Um, Mm, yes. Yeah. 6.0. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or the, I guess it could be the North North star. Star. Yep. Uh, I like the can. It's got like a, it's, it's red, but it's kind of matte finish. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a goose on it too. If you notice that. A goose? There's a goose behind it where it says Christmas IPA. Oh, it's, like red, it's like red on red, but it's cool. The goose is loose, boys. <laughs> Lucy goosey IPA. Lucy goosey IPA, baby. Goose. All right. All cheers. Mmm. That's really good. That is really good. It doesn't have uh, uh, it doesn't have the typical Christmas flavors, which I'm happy about because I typically don't like them. It's like you know the allspice and all that stuff. It's just not my not my thing. Allspice is more of a Halloween or not sort allspice. Of thing. What is it? What is it that's in Christmas beer though? A lot of times it's that Christmas spice. You know that that 
that companies will put in all of their artificially flavored Christmas things. And I think it's just gross. Christmas spice. I'm trying to think of. Uh, I'm stuck on. I'm stuck. I'm stuck on like the pumpkin spice. Thing, yeah, yeah. That's, there, that's all spice. There definitely is something that is that is inherently like Christmas spice, though. And to I me, do not like to it. me the to me the uh, the the flavor that best encapsulates the spirit of Christmas is rosemary. Personally, I do love rosemary. I don't think that there's any beers with rosemary in it. There no. might be. But uh, more cinnamon, nutmeg, ginger. None of those. Cinnamon, cloves. cinnamon, nutmeg, ginger. Cinnamon cloves. Definitely nutmeg. cinnamon. I mean, cinnamon yeah, is like yeah. A, traditional Christmas spice is consistent. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. There's a who? There's there's another there's another company that is it Shorts that makes a Christmas beer. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they do. I'm trying to think if it's the one that I'm thinking of though. It's 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 all red packaging. Maybe it's Bell's. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's gross. I don't like it at all. We had it's not a, my not my bag. I've been doing the uh, so Rochester Mills, which is uh, right here in Michigan, in mm-hmm. Rochester, they have the 12, 12 milkshake milkshake stouts of Christmas every mm-hmm. year, and they put out new flavors every yeah. year, and then they keep some of the old. Standards. We had a couple of the other night. Yeah, we've been doing. Uh, we've been keeping keeping it pretty solid. The weirdest one thus far I, was. I skipped it tonight though, so I might have to. I might have to just drink a stout when I get home by myself, or have two tomorrow. I guess I could do that too. Um. The best one, the, the best one that we've had though, so far, though, which, which is also the weirdest one, was the mint chocolate chip ice cream. It was, I don't know if you, I liked it. It was weird at first, but I really actually dug it afterwards. <laughs> it was really good. I liked that. Uh, what did we have last night? It was like a double, double chocolate. Double chocolate. Yep. Man, I thought that. Oh, what was the coconut one? Oh, that, that one was, was fantastic. That was fucking boss. <laughs> coconut was fucking boss, guys. So boss. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that was really good. But anyway. Um, yeah, I think uh, I okay. Things have been got, things have been kind of weird the last couple of weeks, as far as our, our Jimmy Tony segment. Yeah, goes. how's how's your uh, how's your family taking this? Because uh, he just it's it, I mean it just, it would seems like he just it's like someone flicked their fingers and he disappeared. Nobody's talking. I don't know. Like we've we've kind of lost touch with the people down south uh, with the family down south. I don't know what's going on. Nobody really seems to know where Jimmy Tony has gone, uh, so we're just kind of holding out hope that he'll show up at some point in time. So until then, Wouldn't, uh, hold uh, what? What? What's that? I, was, I you were saying something? Oh, I just said uh, until then, you and I are going to kind of take over the Jimmy Tony segment like we did last. Sure, time, so. and in 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 Jimmy Tony's honor, we we're still going to play his theme song. Maybe, Absolutely. Maybe it'll be like the trumpet that sounds him home. Yeah, I hope not. But yeah, maybe it'll be the trumpet that sounds. If involved. you're out there, Jimmy Tony, if you hear this, come home, man. Sorry. Come home. I shouldn't speak ill of the dead. What? Huh? It's Jimmy Tony's marvelous minute. All right, Captain Marvel. Oh, <laughs> Captain Marvel from two thousand something or other. Right. Uh, it was twenty nineteen. What? Was it 2019? No, this is 2019. Yeah. Did it just come out? I, yeah, it came out this oh, year. Oh, we're almost caught up, huh? But we are. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to look it up, John. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to say it's 2018. Nope. Because Endgame came out in 2019, right? Nope. No? I don't know. I don't fucking remember. <laughs> uh, uh, Captain Marvel is a 2019 American superhero film. Is it really? Starring Brie Larson. There you go. Starring Brie Larson. Okay. Sam Jackson. John, uh, John's jumping in here over my shoulder. Get in. Get in on this mic. We're right here. Hey, John. Not Hi. this mic. 
<laughs> don't, don't, don't get in on that, don't, Mike. Don't jump in on me, guys. So, so John's jumping in here because he has already heard my opinion of this, and he disagrees. Mm. So we're just going to have like a, a little discussion well, about it real quick. Let me let me see if my opinion is one, is the same as one of yours, because I also watched it with you this week. Yeah. This is one of the very few ones I still had not seen. Right. Um, I thought that Captain Marvel, um, it was good. Actually, it was really, really good, except for all the really, really bad parts. Which was the entire m- movie. Most of the movie. I yeah. I <laughs> it, this it, there was something off about it. I can't quite pinpoint what it was, but there was definitely something off about it. I felt like uh, Brie Larson. Larson. Brie Larson. Um, she's she's a good actress. I've seen her in a lot of other things. She's a, she's a good actress. Yeah, she's, she's 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 an Oscar. She's, she's an Oscar. Isn't she an Academy Award winning actress? I don't know that she's an Academy Award winning. I'm pretty, that, I'm pretty sure she's nominated. I'm pretty she, sure okay. she I'm pretty sure she won for the room. I'm going to go I'm going to go with you guys. I'm going to go with you guys next. I don't know. But she she acted about as well as a cardboard box left out in the rain could act. I was thinking like a like a, a sock hanging in a tree. Same difference. Oh, is it? They're friends. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she was just not believable. No. Like, there was nothing, there was no substance behind her performance whatsoever in this movie. Like, she was just, like, dry. You know? I, I don't really, she needs to get some clear eyes. Drip some, for dry eyes, get clear <laughs> for For dry eyes. <laughs> um... Yeah, I uh, this movie to me. We just need to squirt are, you just, some, are you just backing up because you're letting me get in on this? Maybe mic if we squirted some Ben Stein on her, she, <laughs> she, she, <laughs> just Ben Stein squirting. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> there's something uh, really wrong with us. You know that Bueller, <laughs> Bueller. What if he does that when he comes? Breeler. 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 That's what he calls her. Breeler. All right. So this train is off the rails. Um, you know, what's, what's your guys' debate, though? Uh, okay. So you have a minute on the clock. This was, in my humble opinion, the worst Marvel movie so far. I what agree. It, what, it, what is this? Number 23? So, sure. So out, of, like so out of the 23 Marvel movies we've watched so far, this is the worst. Yeah, I actually agree with you. Um, nothing like it didn't even feel like a Marvel movie to me. Why was Jude Law in it? Because he's Jude Law. Uh, yeah. I'm not gonna say that it didn't <laughs> feel like a Marvel movie. It definitely felt like it fit it, within the universe. But being that it was a prequel that took place the only twenty thing, years before the rest of the movies, there was a, a bit of a disconnect. The only thing that made it feel like a Marvel movie to me was the addition of uh, Nick Fury and, and Agent Coulson. Oh, like if they uh, if Agent like, Coulson being back was it? Oh was yeah, a treat. yeah, fantastic. And and honestly, they're de-aged. Like uh, thing they oh, did. Yeah, they them. look good. This is one of those instances where I'm totally okay with it. Yeah, don't get me completely okay. Don't get me wrong. It. There were good things about this movie. Yeah, but overall, I did like it. Overall, like for the quality that you've gotten from the MCU so far, I think that's exactly unless, it. Unless you're Martin Scorsese and you think the whole thing is shit, um, the quality you've gotten from the MCU so far. <clears throat> This movie paled in comparison. Yeah, I, I think like, we've been so we've been so spoiled with these incredible Marvel movies mm-hmm. that are on a scale of one to ten, they're all like seventies, you know, <laughs> like or at least between thirty and between 70. seven nine point five. Yeah, no, they're all really great though. They're all really really great movies, and we've been a little bit spoiled. So when there's something that's maybe like a good movie but not as good, 
it, it, it looks like shit. Yeah. If if the Marvel, if the MCU didn't exist and this movie came out, it would have been fantastic. Yeah. I think yeah. I think I think that we're looking at it with spoiled eyes. Well, there's a there's like a. What, what did John think? What did yeah, John think? Because he, yeah, he had a completely you, you different di- opinion. You disagree with us. So what do you what do you think? So, well, okay, the actual movie itself, I guess I can agree with the lack of conviction in the character from the performance from Brie Larson. Mm-hmm. Sure, but I think the importance of the movie in setting up the character of Captain Marvel is pretty important because not only is Captain Marvel going to be very important in the future yeah. for the next so phase. I've seen, but I'm not done. There are the sorry, other, Fox, so sorry. The, the <laughs> other, the other characters, <laughs> the entire, <laughs> the entire race of aliens, <laughs> those hounds of hell. <laughs> the entire race of aliens that is Puppies. actually made out to be the bad guys, which <clears throat> flip the script at the end yeah. are not. Yeah. That's, that's the very pinnacle. Like you, no, there's another movie. There's another Marvel movie I, you guys I, haven't gotten to. No, yet. I will. This, I've seen. This, I, I know I what you're. Yeah, I know what you're getting. It, at. it does actually play into it. So I, I guess the movie itself. Sure, I guess I'll agree. It was not the greatest. There was some quirky, kind of cute, funny parts, but I think the importance because in the grand scale, this is only number two. You have Captain America, the first Avenger, and then Captain Marvel. If yeah, you if you're watching, it in, hey, hey, yeah, hey, in, hey, you're right. This movie was a, a number two, two. <laughs> yeah, number two. So it was I, quite I think, the deuce. I guess I look at it in a different aspect, but yes, yeah, okay. At the end of the day, I, I will agree with you. So the debate is over. Here's you were correct. Here's my thing, though. <clears throat> I had not seen Captain Marvel before I saw Endgame, which is the movie that we're going to be talking about next week. Yeah. Okay. I didn't miss a goddamn thing. Oh. I'm just saying, like, I didn't miss a thing. I didn't need to see Captain Marvel You're to right. understand what was going on. You, you didn't. You didn't. But there are things that happen yes, post-Endgame that you do need to see Captain um, Marvel. Post, now, yes. Is, now, is it worth two hours of your time to get an end credit I, scene? Maybe no. not. Well, I, that, that's the thing. When So in the in the end credit scene, when they cut back to the uh, some of the Avengers, uh, who's there? So uh, um, Captain America's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Black Widow. Yep. Who else is there? Hulk. It's whoever was whoever was still alive after Infinity War. Yeah, whoever. And and when she walks into the room, and now suddenly the lighting and the tone is back to like I said, uh, when we watched Ant Man and the Wasp, like that was a good break from the Avengers. Yeah. Um, when the tone cut back to, uh, the Avengers. And she walked in. It was in. so much better. When she walked in and she was like all serious and pissed off. And she was she's great. Like, she's, that was... Like, she's like, so where... <laughs> they're like, they're like who, who the hell are you? And she's like, where's Nick Fury? She's like, I was bitch, like, where's Nick? <laughs> <laughs> like that whole, like just that 10 seconds, that end scene felt was better, better than the entire movie. Yes. That that second post-credit scene was the best part of the entire that movie. That was the first post-credit scene. Oh, the, second the, first cro- the second post-credit scene was the best part of the entire movie. Which and one it was, was it? I it forget. Was, it was when the cat puked up the pet's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he pukes up the, when he jumps up in the. I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot about and that. And pukes up the tesseract. That was the best okay. part of the entire. So movie. Uh, scores then. Let's get some scores. Um, f- for this movie, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, go. I'm gonna go five out of ten. I was gonna go four. Yeah. Yeah. I will. I will not watch this movie probably again unless I'm watching through all of them again. Well, I just I, won't. I guess based on everything that you guys have brought up, I, I will give it a lower score. Oh. In terms of hey, we're again, wearing off. I on said, him. I said, debate wise, sheer, like cinematography, everything of the movie, acting, it wasn't that great. 
importance no. for what's happening in the future. Sure. I yeah. think much more important. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Hey, so. Cheers. We totally worked our juices all over, John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was just a just That was a not even just veiled attempt at making a gross joke, and it didn't even work. Just bathe in it. <laughs> bathe in it, John. All, All right. right. Anyway, now that that's over with, that's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. That and, was uh, not Jimmy Tony. Yeah, maybe we'll find him one of these days. But uh, let's get into the bleed feed. Not likely. What? The bleed feed. <laughs> All right. All right. Um. There's not a heck of a whole lot of news this week. There's a little bit. Stop it, dude. What? You just do it to piss me off at this point. What? Heck of a whole lot. <laughs> it's how I say it, man. What a prick. Get over it. Um, we do have a death, though. Uh, rest in peace this week to uh, Danny... I'm going to get this last name wrong. Uh, Danny Aleo? It's A-I-E-L-L-O. Aleo? A-I-E-L-L-O? Yeah. Aiello. Yeah. Okay. Dan- Danny Aiello. <laughs> Uh, have you ever seen the movie Jacob's Ladder? No, I've not either. Actually, I've heard it's amazing. And a remake never coming seen out. It. Actually, the remake I believe is on Netflix already. Oh, should, is it really? We should do a compare and contrast for two yeah. movies. I'm dying. I'm having a heart attack right now. <clears throat> nope, it was just a burp. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Danny Aiello. Um, rest in peace to, to him though. Uh, he played uh, the angelic. So disrespectful. I know. Man. I know. I'm the worst. Uh, he played the. Uh, he played the chiropractor, uh, Lewis, in Jacob's Ladder. Okay. Uh, that was one of his uh, bigger roles. He also appeared, uh, he was in The Stuff, and also an episode oh. of uh, Tales from the Dark Side. Uh, he died at the age of 87, I believe that it was. And uh, I don't actually have that written down, because I should. But it was 86 or 87. It was somewhere around there, and he had a sudden illness. They didn't actually specify what had happened to him. But uh, at that age, yeah. you've, uh, you've, you've... Super old, man. It happens. He had a good run. So rest in peace, though, to Danny Aiello. And uh, yeah, if I live to 87, I'll be pretty happy. About I'm it. not going to. I can guarantee you I'm not going to. I don't to. think I am either. I, I'm I, thinking I got maybe like like 25, maybe 26 days left. Really? That's 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 what I'm looking at. Man, make the best of it. All right. Because <laughs> I don't like I, I don't want you to say stuff like that, because what if it happens then? And then this episode got, of this stupid show will haunt me for the rest of my life. I got 25 days of traffic-like bliss in my future, is all I'm saying. <laughs> no. <laughs> the traffic light on a Tuesday. <laughs> no one knows what we're talking about. The, tra- the traffic light is the is the real shitty... Um, the traffic light... <laughs> Strip club is that is that what the you're... traffic light is the real shitty like amputee esque strip oh. club like down the street from us. <laughs> Don't know if you can say that, but uh, you know what would be funny? They they never they never. I think there's already a a rest. Yeah, is the restaurant called the Shake Shack? That's the thing that everybody freaked out about in Detroit this year, right? Shake Shack or like last year? I don't remember that. Dude, a, a strip club named the Shake Shack. That'd be <laughs> that'd be a perfect name. Because people call them, what do they call them, bounce joints? I, I've There's ne- so I've many. Li- I have literally never heard anybody call a strip club a bounce oh, joint. The jiggly, ever. the jiggly joint. <laughs> I should a- just. That's my thing. That's my thing uh, now. I name strip clubs. I, I, I That's uh. That can be my like. I. I'll, I'll start a Fiverr account. Is that your superpower? I'll start. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> the, j- the jiggly 
not. Oh, oh you're terrible at this. <laughs> yeah. It's See, obviously, this it's obviously not your superpower. <laughs> I'll start a Fiverr account and I'll just I'll name your for five dollars. I'll name your 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 uh, your strip club. Your strip club. That, actually, you could probably make a killing off that. Yeah. We should just randomly do Fiverr account stuff. The, the Rub Club. The rub. Right. That could be. Uh, that one has to be in Vegas specifically. What about where well, other things see, are legal? This is what I'm at. I'm good at the gay strip clubs. <laughs> what's what's yours? Private dicks. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh my God. Let's move on, please. <laughs> All right. Um, let's... Colonel uh, Colonel Cox speaking. <laughs> General genitals. <laughs> Deputy Dicks. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Okay. Moving on. Speaking of Deputy Dicks, we got our first look at uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music this week. Did you see the pictures of this? I saw the picture. You know it's what? Pretty bums, awesome. You know what bums me out about it? What's that? They should have let. Um, they should have let Keanu keep his beard. Uh yeah. You know, I I kind he of looks, thought that he looks weird without a beard. But I feel like I feel like like uh, Ted is Ted's Keanu, right? <laughs> it's. <laughs> That, you're that laughing, a, but I don't think you can answer it either. That was a that was a no. I can. Oh, okay. That was a real time. You just heard you find people out there. You just heard the sound of me being sickened, <laughs> sickened it's by. It's been something. a long time since I've seen it. I, he, I wish that I wish that there was a camera on my face just now. He's when Ted. I reacted. He's Ted, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. I was right. I was. You were acting like I was wrong. I was but, like double checking because I was second guessing myself. But you asked the question. Yeah. 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 Okay. So. I feel like Ted's the kind of guy that wouldn't grow a beard, though. You know what I'm saying? Dude, he had a beard at the end of uh, Bogus Journey. Did he really? Yeah. When they so they they uh, they 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 get station right mm-hmm. station. They, station and they got death and blah blah blah. They show up at the Wild Stallions concert, but there's a bunch of people there to see them, but they never learned how to rock. So they mm. go, they get into the booth, and they go into the future. Learn how to rock, and then they come back. Uh, you're right. Nope, you're right. Uh, I, I stand corrected. Bill's got Bill's got the long ZZ Top beard, and Ted's got oh, the like. Yes. Ted's got the uh, like the Chris Cornell kind of thing going yep. on. It, it's been so long since I've seen it. I need to rewatch both those movies. It's been a while since I've seen them. I just think they. I think they should have let him have a little bit of facial hair. I agree. It looks and, weird, and, and Keanu looks pretty badass with facial hair. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. But but John Wick has facial hair, so I wonder if maybe they didn't want him to look too much like the John Wick character. Mm. That's mm-hmm. probably it. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, though, we got some good looks at him, and uh, also a good look at William Sadler playing Death again. Ah. And uh, let's be honest, he looks fucking great. If you haven't seen the photos, go look him up. Of course, because he looks like Death in real life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he really does. <laughs> That's pretty mean. Um, okay, let's see here. This is just an interesting little tidbit. Uh, this is uh, an article that was written on Bloody Disgusting today. Uh we apparently, this is crazy. We apparently almost got a Quentin Tarantino directed Halloween Six. It was <laughs> yeah. Let that sink in for a second. Apparently, it was offered to him, and he toyed with it for like a, a hot second, and then eventually passed on it. But like, this would have this would have been the movie that would have explained the Man in Black at the end of Five. You know, it would like there's in in an era where Halloween made not a lick of fucking sense. Yeah. To get Quentin Tarantino coming in to try to explain it, it would have been fantastic. It would have been it would have been Michael Myers sitting in a room 
with a bunch of other serial killers just talking out their problems and and talking talking about like shit that doesn't matter for an hour before getting back to the actual Halloween. Story. I just can't picture where you would fit a surf rock song into a <laughs> into a Halloween movie. <laughs> I would have loved that. <laughs> I would have absolutely Dude, have loved that. Fucking what's the what's the name of that song? Like, can you uh, imagine that playing over like a montage of Michael Myers yeah, killing what people? Saying, what's the name of that song? Miserloo. Uh, I think Mi- so. Yeah, yeah Miser- fucking Miserloo's playing, and <laughs> Michael Myers is just a montage of him stabbing people. <laughs> hey. <laughs> awesome oh actually uh, i'm into it let's get this let's get a change.com yeah it's not so much change.com let's get it wasn't so much news going. as it was like a thing that happened that came to light i think it's funny um or is it change.org it's a light news week guys what do you want from me um this is actually semi-exciting mostly only it's gonna be way more exciting for other people but me i've never actually watched game of thrones therefore it's only semi-exciting <laughs> But I know, right? We've lost half our uh, half our audience here. Um, apparently, Game of Thrones creators David Benioff and DB Weiss are making a Lovecraft film. Oh, which which is exciting because I'm even though I've never watched Game of Thrones, I know their style. And being that this movie is going to be set in the 1920s within the Cthulhu mythos, yeah, is super exciting. Okay, yeah, that's. I'm in. Like, yeah, totally. I don't care. Um, basically, the uh, the the idea is that uh, the, it raises the question: What if H.P. Lovecraft wasn't making all of this stuff up, and what if all of these monsters were real? Hmm. That sounds fucking awesome to me. That's kind of uh, getting into like you're kind of getting into John Carpenter territory with a little uh, bit in, uh, in the mouth of madness, but because that's sort of what that was about. It was about uh, you know, it was about an John... author who. But if John Carpenter doesn't want to stuff, and then it turns out that the town that he was writing about was real, and all the creatures were real, and all that, you know. But if John Carpenter doesn't want to get up off his ass from playing video games to make a new Lovecraft movie, I'll take it from these guys, you know. Yeah, that's fine. And like judging from that show, you know their scope, like it's big. Yeah. So I think this is gonna be fucking awesome. Yeah, sure. Like trilogy epic. That's what I'm thinking. Right on. Right on. Right. Yeah, that's cool. It's like Lovecraft meets The Hobbit. As long as John Carpenter goes on tour again, yeah. I'm fine with these guys taking over that story. Absolutely. He should, John wanna... Carpenter should always go on tour because we need to see him like 10 more times. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of John Carpenter going on tour, uh, what's new on blues? Yeah. Yep. That was a good segue. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <clears throat> um, <laughs> oh, crap. Uh, <laughs> there was, uh, oh, man, I lost this page because you john made me look something up and i, I can't am. i can't read I can't, I'm, enjoy, I'm enjoying this so I, much right now i can't read that on here because i don't know what i'm doing because it's adult oriented how did i lose this yeah found it okay <clears throat> so okay uh brazilian horror film the night shifter directed by denison ramaljo will be hitting dvd january 7th via rl J.E. Films. Only DVD? Yeah, it sounds like just DVD. Weird. Someone got a shitty deal. Got the shaft by <laughs> real J. Films. Uh, I've never heard of this movie. I've never heard of it either. Uh, the, the picture right here looks pretty cool. Let's see. So... It's okay. a, it's a, it's a it's dude a, with somebody in the background. 
It's a uh, well. It's, it's not that engaging of a photo. Well, well, well. Once I read this, it'll be more engaging. Okay. Uh, because because I don't know what this is about. I'm going to tell you what it's about right now. Okay. In the night shifter, Stenio works the graveyard shift in the morgue of a vast, violent city. Each night, he prepares the lifeless corpses for examination, but he's never alone. For Stenio, can talk to the dead, and they talk back. But when the whispers of the dead reveal secrets of his own life, Stenio unleashes a curse that brings forth unimaginable danger and darkness. I'm into that. See, that sounds it almost, pretty dope. It right? almost sounds. Uh, it sounds like it could be like a sister film to uh, Cemetery Man, which you've never seen. Oh, is that a? Uh, you need to see it. It's fucking amazing. It's a. Uh, um, uh, it's Italian, right? Yes, starring Rupert Everett, and it is directed by. Fuck! Why can't I think of his name? John, quick. Go to my movie wall and look up Cemetery Man. Bava. But, and that's not Bava. No, Falchi. No, fuck no, it ain't Bava. It ain't no Falchi either. He worked with both of them, though. Yeah. The guy. Um, uh, fuck, John, where is it? It's down bottom row. Bottom row. Cemetery Man. Next to the cell. Next to the cell. I can see it. You're right in front of it. Nope. Over. Right there. Nope. Back one. Back this is, one. <laughs> this is fascinating. <laughs> riveting, <laughs> riveting uh, audio here. It was directed by fucking Michelle Sovai. That's it. Oh, okay. So wavy. Yeah, I would have never. I, I, let me. I would have never gotten that. Yeah, I'm not good with the uh, the Italian directors because I'm I'm not super. I'm not super into Italian horror, to be honest um, with I you. Like, I know that's. I I like some of it, but I I, I don't think I, like people who are super into giallo films. I'm not Michelle Sawavi. That's his name. Sawavi. Sawavi. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking sure. <laughs> whatever, dude. Um, I don't know. People like some people are super into giallo there, films. Yeah, there are I people just, that go I've, crazy for it. I've never been able to get into it. I don't know why. I like it. I mean, I like some of it. Some of it's yeah. Crap. I, mean, I like I can I can sit down and watch it, but I it's it's not like I it's not like I'm dying to watch it yeah. all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some of it. Some of it's Some of it's crap. I I will agree with that. But a lot of it's really good though. Oh, uh, we just lost all of our listeners. That's fine yeah. though. Um, Ter- Terminator: Dark Fate, starring both Arnold Schwarzenegger. And Linda Hamilton will be headed home early 2020. It will hit digital on January 14th, followed by a Blu-ray and 4K Ultra HD release on January 28th. Nice. Right? Nice. I still haven't seen it. I need to. Um, this next one I was going to talk about when John was out here, but he just went into the little boys' room. So, Oh, wait. He's back. <laughs> Sounds way worse than you meant it. All right. This next one's called Boys in the Wood. Boys with a Z. It's that's not why I'm talking about it in front of John. Don't say that John went into the little boys' room and then say boys in the wood. <laughs> Please don't oh, do boy. that. Boys in the Wood, a horror comedy set in the Scottish Highlands, has been picked up by Amazon Studios. Uh it's a satirical story about generational generational politics, hip hop loving farmers, and the and hallucinogenic rabbit shite. Uh, what I found interesting about this though, and what John will definitely find interesting about this, because I know that, uh, he listens to one of these rappers all the time. This movie is starring several rappers, including Danny Brown, Vince Staples, and Run the Jewels. And I'm a quarter Scottish. And what? I'm a quarter Scottish. And you're a quarter Scottish? Me too, bro. Yeah, let's do a little, yep, I like that. All right, next up. Between the two of you, you're not even a real Scott. Congratulations. No, James and John. Between the between the two of us, we're gonna split half of a kilt. 
not, it's not even going to be front or back. It's going to be left or right. So you're fucked <laughs> no, no matter what. It would cover... I love my fucking jewels. <laughs> Run it! Run those jewels, baby. Uh, we've talked a couple times in the past year about the much-anticipated Sphere collection. Oh, yeah. Uh, which includes, uh, so this is the sphere, the phantasm, phantasm sphere, sphere collection, right? Yep. Which includes I, at the first, com- I was like, sphere had a sequel. Yeah, what? sorry, I, I I meant to say phantasm sphere collection, I but wish this sphere is a had mess. Because that movie's awesome. Uh, which includes the complete film series, tons of extras and special features, and a replica of the infamous sphere. Get it now at Best Buy for ninety nine dollars. You know what? Honestly, for is it worth it for a collector's for a collector's box set like that? Ninety nine bucks ain't bad. Ninety nine bucks ain't bad. I mean, I'm not gonna spend it, but it's not bad. Sounds, I'm also just cheap. Sounds like chump change to me, right? Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, the last bit of news we have today is that uh, the Quiet Place Two trailer dropped. Is and it's uh, I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm real fucking confused by it. It's kind of a teaser. It's a teaser trailer. It's a little tease. Um, again, real confused by it. Why? All reports that we had. When John Krasinski was writing it, he was talking about how basically it was less of a sequel and more of a continuation of the of the world. Uh-huh. And the first teaser we get is of his wife and the kids <clears throat> walking through. So it, it obviously continues their story. We were everybody was kind of led to believe that it wasn't going to have to do with them at all, and that it was going to basically be a new story that takes place in that world. That's that's basically how he was describing it through everything he had talked about. It's literally a 20-second teaser trailer. I didn't expect her or the kids, though, to be in the movie you at all. You didn't expect them to be in it at all? No. You knew that they survived at the end, so why wouldn't they at least pick up a little bit of their story? Because everything that he's been talking about is how it had nothing to do with their story and that it was it was another a new story that took place in the same world because he was trying to build the world out, not that not focus on what happened to them. Listen, he actually said that. If but if 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 we if we had the first quiet place, and it ended the way that it ended, and we didn't get any of Emily Blunt's character and the kids, people would be pissed. So you have to include a little bit of that in the story. I so guess. it's probably going to bounce back and forth. Maybe they'll have a pretty you know, not, well, not minor, Maybe. minor role. They're probably going to bounce back and forth between their story and whatever's going on in the rest of the world. You know what I mean? Perhaps, like, because uh, the the teaser trailer is basically just uh, it's Emily Blunt and the kids walking along one of those sand uh, sand paths they have, yeah. and they reach the end of it, and they know they need to go further, and so then Emily Blunt <clears throat> puts her her foot down on the on the leaves, and right as she's touching the leaves, it cuts to black, and then like this crazy bass drop hits, like it literally shook my headphones when we were listening to it, mm-hmm. and it just says "Quiet Place Part 2. Um, I hope that she makes sound, and then the creature comes and kills them, and we start with a new a new story. <laughs> real quick, real quick, right beginning of the movie. Done and done. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I I don't. I just don't. I like I said. I don't think that you could get away with not showing a little bit of their story. I guess I was just. But I was, what doesn't make sense to me is they they figured out by the end of the first one how to kill those things. So, I was hoping that they were going to. Yeah, you're right. They did. Know what which, I mean? which which stands to reason that you can basically make up their ending. They know how to kill them now, so they're good. Like they they've kind of found a bit of the end place with those creatures. I was almost hoping that the Quiet Place series was going to take more of a Cloverfield approach, where it was like the same mm. catastrophic event. Yeah. 
told from all different perspectives. Yeah. That's what I was hoping yeah, for. That's, that's the way that John Krasinski had described what he was working on. That's kind of what that's I thought too. Why I was so shocked to see them in in the in the teaser. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm I'm just a little bit shocked. I, it wasn't what I was expecting it to be. Yeah. So well, whatever. I yeah. think it'll still be good. No, I'm, it's, it's it's not gonna be good. It's gonna be fucking great, James. Oh. Okay. Just the best. All right. Quiet Place 2, colon, best movie ever. The best. That's what it's actually called. <laughs> um, that's uh, that's all I got for news, though. That's it for the news. That's it. Um, so I think we forgot to do a, a, a uh, um, random fact. Oh, yes. Last week. We did, because Jay, uh, Jay's not here, and we don't know what we're doing anymore. <clears throat> I mean, if you've listened to the show this long, we're 51 minutes in. Clearly, you've you figured out we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> the show is a complete shit show without Jay. Uh, I actually think it's going quite well. Not well. It makes one of us. That's just me. Um, well, this one, this this is a this is a, a random. Uh, what did he call it? Stupid fact of the week. Stupid fact. Stupid of the fact of the week, and it actually has to do a little bit with Jay. The 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 sound architect himself. Um, because well, I think you'll get why. Two weeks before Christmas is one of the two most popular times for couples to break up. And that makes sense because... What does it uh, have to do with Jay? Because... What are you talking about? Because... His wife is lovely. Well, no, because Jay dumped us practically oh. two weeks before Christmas. <laughs> oh, Jay. Oh. We love you so much. But... I took that the wrong way, but he's right. Yeah, you certainly did. He yeah. totally dumped us. Yeah, he did. Two weeks before Christmas. We should firebomb. It was actually more. We like should firebomb his apartment complex. <clears throat> yeah, that sounds reasonable. <laughs> uh, according, <laughs> according. Well, this loses all credibility for me uh, in the next sentence. According to data analyzed from Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, from Facebook posts and statuses, couples are more likely to end their relationship two weeks before Christmas and two weeks after Valentine's Day during the spring break. Christmas Day, however, Christmas Day is the least favorite day for breakups, obviously. That makes sense. You'd have it? to be an absolute What's the least favorite shit. day for your birthday? Least favorite day for your birthday? Yeah, yeah, to get broken up on your birthday. What? Is that, is that a pretty popular day? Oh, have you been dumped on your birthday? <laughs> oh, yeah. You have? <laughs> oh, yeah. I think you were there for it, weren't you? I believe I was. Was it at the, the the bar TNTs? Were you there for that? Oh, oh yeah, dude. Oh that bitch, <laughs> <laughs> that wretched bitch. Um, you're not gonna we're not gonna get into that. But uh, you know what's funny though? This just said that uh, Christmas Day is the least popular day for breakups, yep. right? Yeah. Coincidentally, you've kind of been dumped on Christmas Day as well. It, it had to do with bands. Our band. Oh, <laughs> you remember that? Debacle? Yeah, it was Jay that called me. It was. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Yeah. Fuck you, Jay. What a fun time. We had band drama, major band drama on Christmas Eve uh, one yeah. year. It was probably, what, 2012? We had six guys in our band. Two of us got kicked out by two of the other members, and the two other members had no fucking clue what was going on. It was a lot of fun. Fast forward fast forward a month, and we're still a six-piece somehow. I don't understand. Who knows? Yeah, weird. Okay, and speaking coincidentally, of... Speaking of, uh, speaking of birthdays... Yep. This Goose Island uh, Christmas IPA, it's it's uh, best by date. Yep, 
March 19th, 2020. Oh, I thought you say it was today. I'm like, God damn it, did I buy old beer again? No, March 19th, 2020, my birthday, y'all. No, I'm not going to remember that ever. P- Pisces in the house. Hey, James. Yeah? Let's get into the tofu. Oh, okay. Throughout this, you'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. So what's cute and cuddly, and if you get it wet, it gets real angry. Your mom. <laughs> you had to know I was going to do that, right? <laughs> I was going to go with your mom, actually. <laughs> Moms, apparently. <laughs> you just get them wet. End of the world. <laughs> I don't know what's going on right now. Um, <laughs> we're talking about gremlins from 1984. <laughs> Oh my lord! Um, okay, Gremlins. If you haven't seen Gremlins, oh, stop! Need, stop listening stop, to our stop, show. Stop listening to us and do one of two things: either go watch Gremlins or go play ch- chicken with a train. I, I, I don't think I can say that. Oh, the Bye Bye Man. Bye Bye Man. Bye Bye Man. Listen, if you haven't seen Gremlins, either go watch it or Bye Bye Man. Yeah, seriously. Um, because it's one of the greatest movies ever made. Uh, directed by Joe Dante. Uh, Joe Dante, if uh, the name doesn't sound familiar with you, even if you've seen Gremlins, uh, he did The Fucking Burbs, which is one of the single greatest movies ever made. Uh-huh. Uh, the, he did a segment in the Twilight Zone movie, Piranha. Uh, new, a new movie, uh, Burying the X, was his last one. The Howling. He the did The howling. Fucking Howling. Come yeah. on. Hell yeah. Uh, Joe Dante, is, he's, a, he's a fucking legend. Small soldiers. I love small soldiers. I don't know what you're talking about. That movie used to like creep me out. Really? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, synopsis here. A boy inadvertently breaks three important rules concerning his new pet and unleashes a horde of male- malevolently mischievous. That's a weird thing to say. Malevolently mysteri- mischievous. It's hard to say. Malevolently mischievous. It's... Okay, you did it, but it was hard, right? <laughs> Your tongue was like, what the fuck am I doing right now? No. Uh, mischievous monsters on a small town. Um, yeah, Gremlins is is the, the quintessential tiny monster movie. Yeah. Like, quintessential. Well, that or, or uh, <laughs> Munchies. <laughs> that Pretty movie? sure that Munchies wouldn't exist without <laughs> Gremlins. Just saying. No, it was literally a ripoff. Wasn't oh. it a fucking... It was a... Uh... Uh, what was the studio that did Munchies? I have no idea what the studio was. Ah, shit. No idea. I it wasn't it was Roger a... Corman or something like that. No, no. I don't believe so, at least. I'll, I'll find out. Um, yeah, so you you have a guy, uh, you have this, I don't know, do we even need to go through the, the, yeah, the absolutely. plot? Do we? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so you got Hoyt, fucking Hoyt. <laughs> Hoyt Axton plays a guy named Randall Peltzer. Uh, Randall Peltzer is the father to the main character of uh, uh, Billy. Played by uh, Zach, I'm not going to say Galifianakis, Zach Galligan. <laughs> I don't know why I keep wanting to say it. Uh, so uh, so Randall Peltzer is in Chinatown looking for a Christmas gift for his his son. Uh-huh. And uh, he's also an inventor, so he's pawning his like Swiss Army bathroom buddy thing. Dude, this thing is huge. <laughs> like, there's, it's like literally you're, you're carrying around like a... 
it's a, it's a Swiss Army knife, except for it's the size of a Zach Morris cell phone. It's bigger. It's like four Zach Morris cell phones <laughs> next to each other. It's humongous. It's so gross. Um, and he he wanders into this shop or whatever, and uh, he gets he's there with this kid who is, uh, his grandfather is the uh, the shop clerk to this like little like Chinese import store in Chinatown. Yeah. Um, and uh, there he comes across this little thing called Gizmo. It's a Mogwai. Mm-hmm. Mogwai, did you do it? I, there's a joke in there somewhere, but I ruined it. That's cool. Um, You're so yeah, cool. it was awesome. Um, <laughs> so he ends up buying the Mogwai uh, against the the wishes of the grandfather. Yeah, he ends up buying the Mogwai, giving it to his son for uh, for Christmas, and uh, and his son, for all intents and purposes, takes good care of it. It's Corey Feldman's fucking ass that fucking drops Corey Feldman drops dude. fucking water on it, which is one of the rules. Because the rules are you don't get it wet, you don't feed it after midnight, and you don't expose it to sunlight that's or one. bright light. Bright light. Yeah, don't it expose hates it to, light. Don't expose it to bright light, especially not sunlight, because it will kill it. It'll kill it. Um. So Corey Feldman, like a fucking doofus, just knocks over, like what is it? Paint? Is it, like it a was, paintbrush? It thing was. Or it, a, it, yeah, it was like uh, it was a it was a cup filled with water to. Rinse, rinse paint, off paintbrushes. Yeah, paintbrushes in. he gets Gizmo wet, and Gizmo just starts like herping out all these fucking gremlins. <laughs> that's that's pretty much the story. <laughs> the end. Herping, <laughs> herping them out, turning it into a verb. Wow. <laughs> yep. Okay. Well. Um. No. So Giz, Gizmo like gives birth to these like uh like furry egg things that like fly off his back, and they start off as other Gizmos, other Mogwais, other Mogwais. Yeah. Mog Mogwai. I guess you don't you, Mogwai Mo, is the Mo, It's kind of like how it, No It's kind of like how deer And deer You don't say deers unless I was you, in the woods And I thought the deer thing. Unless you're from Bad Axe <laughs> uh, Which I am So I'll say Mogwais Mogwais Because I, I also say deers And beers So so <laughs> even though we know It's incorrect It's Mogwais Yeah Okay moving forward um, mm. So all these Mogwais Hatch out of his back Or whatever But they're like Evil versions of Gizmo It's so frustrating to me How uh, how disinterested Corey Feldman is in what just happened. Oh yeah, he couldn't care less. It's it's like evolution just happened in front of your face. But he's he's way more preoccupied with his shitty blue and green or blue and red three uh, D glasses that he's putting on. Like, oh, this magazine's cool. I was so pissed at him. I was like, dude, this is incredible. Did you not just see what happened? And he's like, oh, he, he like he's. It's almost like he's humoring. Uh, yeah. Billy at that point so in going, time. Oh, oh, Billy's like, dude, are you seeing this? And he's like, oh yeah, it's cool. No, seriously, it's oh, really, it's really, really cool, man. The find of the century, cool, man, cool. <laughs> I much prefer the Corey Feldman in the Burbs, where he's like literally on his front porch with fucking pizza, just watching everything because he's so like entranced by everything. That is the Corey Feldman that I love. Pizza dudes here. <laughs> I like the Corey Feldman who um who dances around like like Michael Jackson. That's my preferred Corey Feldman. Uh, Michael Jackson prefers that Corey Feldman as well. <laughs> yeah. um, so, so so anyway, we yeah. got uh, so so now you have what five five new Mogwai? I think there's five, five yeah. or six five, like that, yeah. five new Mogwai. A whole litter. Yeah, <laughs> a whole uh, litter, a whole, litter of Mogwais. A whole litter of Mogwais, and uh, they're obviously um. Uh, uh, hold on, I gotta say this. Yeah, I feel like there was a little um. Excuse me. I had like a little Mandela effect thing going on. Okay. How so? I could have swore. So they they call the one the the one who comes out and he's the like the kind of evil leader, right? Spike Stripe. 
Oh, Stripe. Yeah, yeah. They call him Stripe. Yeah. You just said Spike. No, no, no. It is Stripe, though. It's always been Stripe. I'm just an idiot. It's always been Stripe because he's a Stripe going down his head. But that's my that's my Mandela effect thing because oh. I could have swore my entire life. It was Spike. And to, so I haven't I haven't watched this movie in a few years. Sure. And honestly, even when I even when I watched it a few years ago, I didn't <clears> notice it. I swear to God, my entire life he was named Spike. No, it's always been Stripe. That always. Does, I, I even though I said it, even though I said it, it's always been strange. I just don't believe it. Eh, well, I feel like there's apparently I, in the original script, Gizmo and uh, Stripe were the same character. So really? You know that yeah. In the original script, they were the same character. Gizmo basically turns into Stripe. Uh, Stripe. There's another one. Stripe. Stripe. Uh, Gizmo turns into Stripe. I guess after he gets wet. I've not read the script. I actually have it in my possession. It's uh, it's Chris Columbus's second draft from 1982, uh-huh. which is like the way more horror. Like it's pretty fucking brutal. Like uh, I'm I'm fairly certain it's either it's either Mrs. Deagle or. Uh, uh, what's his, uh, uh, Billy's mom gets her head decapitated and like thrown down the stairs. It's crazy. The script is way darker. It would, it would be Mrs. Deagle. It's not, <laughs> that's redundant. Getting you, you to say gets her head decapitated. It's that you wouldn't get your head decapitated. You would just get, get, decapitated. get decapitated. Yeah. Well, she got de- decapitated and her head got thrown down the stairs. Your, though your kappa point. would be detated. the The original <laughs> the original script for for this original Gremlins movie was way darker. It was way crazier. It was way like way more violent. So you know, and then it got kind of turned into like a family kind of creature comedy almost. You know what's funny is when I was younger, uh, this movie was super dark to me. Oh, really? Oh yeah, well, like I was, I was genuinely afraid of this movie to the point where uh, there was one time where I was a little bit older. Yeah, and my, I, I went over to my sister was, um, my sister was babysitting for a couple of kids who were younger than me, mm-hmm. and I, sh- I showed up like uh, I was just, I was kind of out and about doing my, my thing on the town rollerblading or whatever the hell I did back then. That was, that was, that was James's thing. <laughs> and then, uh, and and she was babysitting for these kids. And I decided I was gonna go kind of run up, <laughs> whoa, whoa, <laughs> run out, run out the clock, the rest of the night with her and these kids. Okay. And I showed up and they were watching Gremlins and I was afraid of it and I I wanted them to turn it off. I was, dude, I was not a big horror fan when I was younger. Like I didn't get into horror until I was probably sixteen, well, fifteen or sixteen years old. Okay. Right? So, like, it freaked me out when I was younger, and I was like, I, I, I don't, I'd like them to, and it, it, even to the point where the whole movie I thought was darker when I was younger, and even the ridiculous theme music, I thought was super, like the do 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 right. It's 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 like this. It's like this stupid like wah like this. It's got it's like a keyboard with this dumb like wah wah effect. Yeah, it's that's really campy. But when I was, I loved it. Oh no no, I I love it now. But when I was younger, when I heard it, it was it was like like that's like it was really dark and like and scary and brooding theme for some reason reminds me a lot of the killer clowns from outer space theme even though it's completely different mm. it just reminds me of it for it's some reason it's kind of circus i don't know why yeah maybe yeah. that's what it is that's yeah it is. i can see that yeah um, um yeah but like even even when i when i was younger even that theme sounded uh super dark and creepy to me and now when you listen to it it's literally like you're listening to a comic book in music form yeah you know what i mean 
It's 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 yeah, really yeah, it's really camp, wrong. it's you're really campy wrong. sounding. Um, but uh, where were we at in, in, in terms of plot? Just because I want to I want to get through this so that uh, we can talk about you know the rest of the movie. Um, basic. So basically, the the rules are ignored, uh, and you get a, a, a new a new batch of um, a new batch of Mogwai. Yep. Who once once they uh, once they come about, they're obviously troublemakers, and Stripe is the leader, and he formulates this plan where he ends up uh, like shredding the cord to uh, Billy's alarm clock. Yeah. So it looks like it's eleven twenty p.m. But they he's like, oh, I can midnight. I can feed him I can feed him up until midnight. So he gives them a plate of chicken and they're eating after midnight, and then they go into their pupil state. And turn into gremlins. Come to think of it, there's a lot of there's a lot of stages that you have to go through before you get the actual gremlins. You know. Well, here's the thing, like, because they have to uh, eat because eating after midnight. So you have to get Gizmo wet, then Gizmo gives birth to it's hot. Okay, (laughs) Um, you get Gizmo wet, and then he gives birth to the hairballs out of his back that Uh turn into like the evil mogwais. Uh Then you have to feed the evil mogwais after midnight. Then they can go into their cocoon phase, right? Yeah. But then after they they hatch as gremlins, mm-hmm. then they have to get wet again to form more gremlins. Well, once they're once they're once they come out of their pupil stage and they're like full blown gremlins, they can wreak havoc. Sure. It's just if they wanna if if they wanna multiply, they have to get wet. I'm just again. saying it's a long process though, to get from point A to point like D. It's a pretty long process. Yeah, you gotta you gotta really be bad at following, really the, fuck it up. following the rules to cause well, but but here's the thing though, if you get like Gizmo seems like an anomaly. Because yeah, he's because he's such a sweet little. Uh, I've by the often way, wondered that what the difference is between him and the rest of them. By the way, Gizmo is just the sweetest and cutest character, probably. Like all these people, like it's it's. 20, I know what you're getting. That. 20, I know what you're getting. It's that. 2019. People are freaking out about Baby Yoda. Oh, oh, oh Baby no, no. Yoda has nothing, nothing on Gizmo, and especially Gizmo in Gremlins Two because he looks way cuter in Gremlins Two. Literally everything yeah. about Gremlins Two is better. Now that I think about it, oh the, wait, there's a point of contention. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get into that. But uh, you know what I mean, though. Like, yes. Like Baby Yoda's cute, but Gizmo's He's way not, cuter. I mean, Baby Yoda had to have been modeled after Yoda. Uh, no, well, after after uh, Gizmo, though, Gizmo right? Because he looks Yoda. kind of exactly like him. Well, I Yoda, mean, Yoda too. Sure, I get that, but like, but what came? Come on. But what came first? Star yeah, Wars came the, first. The chicken. Star Wars came first. It's true. Seventy nine, right? Yeah. So the, in the first. So you, yeah, I mean, Jedi, Jedi came out in the eighties. Yeah, you're right. Didn't you're right. no. Je- uh, what was the first one? A New Hope. Well, it was a new. Well, it was just Star Wars, but yes, A New Hope. New Hope came out in seventy nine. Is that right? Yes, Gremlin came out in eighty four. When yeah, did Jedi? So, so Jedi. Oh, I get. Oh, yeah, because Yoda didn't. No, no, Jedi was in. Jedi was in Empire. So we we already up. discussed this earlier. I'm not a Star Wars person. Yeah, so no, no, when no, did, no. When did getting, Yoda show up? There. There. Yoda, Yoda showed up in Jedi. No, he, he showed up in uh, Empire. Oh, an empire. The empire. Sorry, I'm looking up dates here. Empire Strikes That's right. Back was 80. So, yes. Oh, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So, it still predates Gremlins. Yep. So, there's a case to be made that maybe uh, the Mogwai were I will, based off of Yoda. I will secede that the Mogwai were ripped off of Yoda. <laughs> yes. Okay, fine. You win. But um, still, but still, Gizmo's cuter than Yoda. Gizmo's way cuter than Yoda. And Gizmo's yeah. cuter than Baby Yoda. Yep. Deal with it. Hands down. If you um, disagree with us, Get fucked. Yeah, get felt the fish. <laughs> get, um, get felt the fish. 
Uh, so so anyway, yeah, there's. I feel like Gizmo is sort of an anomaly because he's so sweet and cute and well behaved. Like makes... even to the point where when when the the clock had been pulled out from the wall and the other ones had conned Billy into feeding them chicken wings after midnight, yep. he went to offer Gizmo one, and Gizmo goes, no, no. Because <laughs> he knew. He knew it was after midnight, and he knew that it would get fucked up. I didn't even pick up you on that. You know what I mean? Like, it. he was a very well-behaved yep. little mogwai. Yep. So what is it about him that makes it? Is it just because... Oh, is it because they were newer mogwai? Like, he's... I don't know how old he is. Nobody oh. knows how old he is. So Gizmo's vintage, and the, he's the not newer vi- ones are. <laughs> it's not vi- he's not vintage, but he's like he's more well behaved because he's older. He's been around longer, and he's learned the rules, right? Mm-hmm. And these these new ones that popped out, they're they're basically babies, yeah. And babies don't know shit, and they and they like and you know like once a and basically you know it's a, what what are you saying right now? <laughs> like they're they're toddlers essentially and yeah. toddlers don't they'll write on the walls they'll sure, eat sure, crayons sure. they'll kill uh, people yeah they'll kill people <laughs> they'll throw your wallet in the toilet mm, they will do, and I've then, heard that I've and heard then that. murder you so maybe that's maybe that's why maybe that's why he's so much more well behaved yeah i've i've also, I, i've often wondered that i i wondered also too if maybe most mogwai are like gizmo but it's not until they get wet and the rules don't follow them the evil ones come. Yeah, you know, so maybe, so maybe that's maybe like uh, the way that Gizmo is. What do you mean, most Mogwai though? Because it seems like the only way is there another way for them to uh, reproduce other than I mean, wet? who knows? We've never seen another one like him. We've never seen another one. Period. Every Mogwai we've ever seen comes from Gizmo. Right. So we've never seen where did he come from? Like right. what was what was his upbringing? These are these are the, these are the important these questions, are the questions that we need answered. These are the questions that we need answers to, and uh, it's we're, we're never going to get them, so we can only speculate. Sixty buzzed minutes right now. We're we're looking into it. Is it uh, is it possible that Gizmo is the original Mogwai? I mean, it could be. No, probably not. It could be. I mean, he's, <laughs> he, is he like a mythological creature, though? I mean, there could be only one. Where did he come from, though? No one knows. Nobody knows. We need a prequel. We need a Gremlins prequel. Joe Dante. Lim, Lim Grems. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the sequel. <laughs> or prequel. Um, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, like we said before, if, if you've never seen this movie, stop listening to this. We could talk about the plot, but whatever. Yeah. Gremlins take over, and there's a bunch of shit that happens. We'll, 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 get, we'll get there. Um one of the things that I love about about the way that this movie works is that it's it's the perfect blend of comedy and horror, and there weren't too many of those kind of movies back in that day. Right. You know, like there was a lot there was a lot of movies that were so bad they were funny, and there was a lot of movies that were just not scary they were funny. But like right, right, right. the idea that like Joe Dante really wanted to do the whole comedy horror thing, which was not a proven thing back then. You know, like when they when they originally when they originally made this movie the 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 uh, the studios were like, well, is it? I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm getting this this quote right. Is it horror or is it comedy? And his answer was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's pretty much what it is. Like yeah. it's it's both. Like that's that's the whole point of it. You know, it's right. It's supposed to. It's supposed to walk that line. It's supposed to do it, and and, and it does it amazingly. I think that. Um, I'm glad that you're saying this because this lends itself to my argument as to why the. First Gremlins is the superior Gremlins, except that it's not. It is. <laughs> so we're so we're at an impasse here. Um, <laughs> even though we haven't talked about the second one yet, I 
wholly prefer the second movie to the first. Yeah. I, I, I know that that's a point of contention. However, I do have one major guy on my side for that. Joe Dante. <laughs> he also prefers the sequel to the original. Well, but also... What did he do? But what al- did he do? But also the guy who invented the gif says that it's pronounced jif. <laughs> and it's not pronounced jif. You're never going to let that go. Because You're never going to let that go. Because it's gif. Because it stands for graphic, not giraffe. I get it. I get it. Like um, uh, like our good buddy fucking Brian said the other day, I don't necessarily trust... I don't, I, he doesn't trust people in propriety because... Uh, Sometimes, sometimes when you're the owner of something, it doesn't necessarily mean that you know what is exactly right. I'm butchering whatever he you said. Are, you hundred percent, you're butchering <laughs> it. But it's but it applies. Well, fair I enough. think that I think that just because Joe Dante says that Gremlins Two was the superior movie, it doesn't necessarily make it well, true. Gr- the funny thing is that Gremlins Two should never have existed to begin with. There's a whole story behind that, but. Uh, well, again, we'll get there. We always say that. But we're, we 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 got time here. Um, what do you love about the first movie, though? Like, what are what are some things that it does well that I love? I so this was my first time watching it in a few years, and uh, and everything about this movie it's it's got it's def it definitely has the Amblin feel to it. Sure, right. First movie to have the Amblin logo. A little trivia for you. Oh, is it really first one? Nice. <laughs> um, I love the fact that. Even though I didn't know for sure, but I did deep down, when I saw the the set, I knew for sure in my heart that it was the same set that uh, Back to the Future oh, was. Oh, yeah, filmed it's on. the Universal lot. Yeah, well, but not not just the Universal lot. That very specific town square. It's also it's also the very same town square that uh, uh, that one Twilight Zone. There was the Twilight Zone was episode. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a yeah. it's a famous lot. I love when you see that, and you can just like it's got a very specific kind of small town feel to mm-hmm. it, and it you know kind of reminds me of home. So I like that. Isn't it funny how the the quintessential <clears throat> small town is not even real? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, it think is. Of, think about that. It is. I grew up there. No, it, no, it's on <laughs> it's on the back lot of Universal. Shut up. I've been there. Um, I, I so so I love the I love the overall setting of the movie, the small town feel. Uh, the the um the the tone of the entire movie mm-hmm. because it does there there is a little bit of darkness to it you know what I mean oh sure but well, like I said we we had talked about before where it came from I mean this movie its beginnings were in like a dark violent yeah. crazy creature movie yeah and I, and it wouldn't have I, it wouldn't have been as, as good if they would have gone just straight up dark creature scary movie with no it. I agree like that's what makes the gremlins the gremlins is their kind of their whimsy you know what i mean they're they're parodies of people like yeah. the gremlins the, the 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 green gremlins that you get at the end of the movie like they're all just parodies of everybody that you know there's the idiot there's the jock there's like the the hooker there I, mean, I don't know if you all know hookers but <laughs> i know a few. there's there's the hooker <laughs> like there's the the brainy guy like I, i'm just describing gremlins too because they're all better <laughs> <laughs> wrong that being said, though, you did have like the entire population of Gremlins taking over the movie theater yeah. in the first movie. Oh yeah, there was a whole bar scene in the in the yeah, first the one too. Yeah, the bar scene, like, the theater scene is fantastic. One of my uh, w- w- the scene that I remember from my childhood the most mm-hmm. because it's a great scene 
uh, it's probably the most tense scene in the entire movie, and it scared the bejesus out of me when I was scene? younger. What's that? The blender scene or the no. microwave? No, I love that. that oh, no, that was just great. Uh, that was just fantastic um, effects right there. Uh, by the way, the the the, uh, the practical effects in this movie. Fantastic. Come on. Not as good as two. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, no, it was the scene where the, the teacher... He's he's he kept one of the mogwai to do tests on it. Yeah, and then it goes into its pupil stage because it pulls like it, it, it out of the cage. Yeah, well, it it hatches and then like he releases the students and uh, he's in the the he's in the dark classroom by himself, and then he's like walking to the front of the classroom and then the projector turns on like that right there. That's that's a scare right mm-hmm. there. It's so freaky. The idea that you're in the front of the classroom and then somebody in the back turns the projector on. That's always it's happened it's happened in several other it's movies. Classic haunted house fair yeah, it's is like, what it's it is. It's so yeah. freaky. And then you hear the of the of the of the little gremlin fleet feet like uh running across the floor. Mm-hmm. And when he, it's this particular scene, this and one other scene, and they have they're remarkably similar in one way, and I'll explain that. It's him. He has a candy bar. He says, "He says, uh, hey, you're, you know, he's like, he's trying to talk to him. He's like, hey, you're not, ex- you're not upset about that little blood test that I did, are you? And he's like, I got you a candy bar. Why don't you try it out? And he reaches under the desk. And then you hear the gremlins start to go, ah, yum, yums. Yep. And it starts to eat the, the candy bar. And then it grabs him, you know, mm-hmm. and you just start, you see him start to freak out just for a second. And then, you know, oh shit, that's, this is going bad. Sure. That scene and one other scene in particular from this movie stuck with me from my childhood until adulthood. So it was that scene, and then it was the one where... It seems like a really innocuous scene to really stick with you, though. Because nothing really happens in that scene other than a couple of like facial expressions. It was it was more so about what was implied, you know, okay. you know what I mean? Or what we could infer. Like, uh, like... There, there was something really scary about the mystery of just reaching underneath a desk and just kind of leaving it up to chance. Sure. You know? Like you're just reaching your arm under a desk. You have no idea what sure. came out of that egg. And you're just reaching under a desk. He had no reason to suspect that it was going to kill him, though, either, you know? Ah, oh, that fucking egg looked like, <laughs> like a... like it was an alien it, egg. Yeah, like, have you... Did, it, this was 1980... What, 82? 84? Alien was already out. Yeah, Alien was already out. You should have had a pretty good idea, dude. And then the other scene was when the guy goes to mail something mm-hmm. and his arm gets pulled into the, the mailbox. Oh, yeah. Which that scene scared the shit out of me when I was younger just because of the idea of like reaching into a big box and having your arm sucked in. But what I noticed this time around when watching it, the priest, when the priest goes and he puts a couple letters in there and they get spit back yeah. out, he's just like, huh. What's going on here? He knows there's something up with though. He, he lets knows the guy, there's he something. Lets the he guy baits do it. this. Yeah. He baits that guy into it. The <laughs> other guy walks up and he goes, huh? He's like, oh, you need to mail something? Be my guest. And he stands back and he gets this inquisitive look on his face, like, huh? I wonder what's going to happen here. I was like, that was dark. It was so fucked up. I don't up. think the priest knew there was a creature inside that was going to kill priest, the guy either. Though. The priest <laughs> knew something was wrong, and he just let this guy stick He's his like hand this in there. Weird mailbox keeps spitting my mail back out. He, you know what though? It's no different than he the, knew something was up, dude. It's no different than the guy that goes up to the, the the pop machine or whatever, and it won't take his fucking dollar, and it keeps spitting his dollar back out. And then he like stands back and watches the next guy do it to see, well, where this motherfucker's dollar is going to work. Yeah, That's and you, basically and what you know was. what happens. 
the next guy's There's never do- been a gremlin inside the pop machine. You know what happens? The next guy's the next guy's dollar works and what falls out? Your soda. Yep. And a bunch of June bugs. And you go to grab your soda <laughs> and the June bugs clasp onto your hand. What are I've you told talking? you this story before. <laughs> Maybe. I went to get a, I was at Higgins Lake. I went to get a pop out of the soda machine and it dropped down and I went to grab it. And there was a bunch of June bugs that fell out with it. So oh, I was like, June and, bugs. This, and this was back when I used to have creepy crawlers and stuff like that. Creepy crawlers. And I was young and I was stupid. And I was like, oh, dude, I got some like free toys with it. <laughs> so I went to grab my pop. And these, you know how June bugs, once they grab you, they like, oh, yeah, they, oh, yeah. they dig in. And uh, like five of them dug into my hand and I flipped out. My mom heard me screaming from like a quarter mile away and she came running. She thought I was being murdered. She's like, right over here, I heard a bitch. <laughs> I heard some little bitch <laughs> whining his bitch ass off. All right, back to the movie. Um, this movie's also it's 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 a testament to what we say a lot about newer movies, in that uh, practical will always be better than CGI. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Even though the second movie, and I'm not saying that this is better, even though it is. Uh, <laughs> the the second movie though was done by Rick Baker. Uh-huh. Which explains why they do look, and you have to admit, in the second movie, everything looks better. It just does. The puppetry, everything, the creatures. They're, the, the first movie was great, don't get me wrong. Second movie was I'm better. Not, I'm not saying this just because I'm some gremlins purist. Because, believe me, I'm not. I prefer the look of the evil gremlins in the, in first, the one? first one. Oh, God. As I, a, I, I didn't. I, I didn't like how in the second one they looked like frogs. I couldn't disagree with you more. I, I don't think they look like frogs at all. I think they look like demons. No, they, they were creepier. They no, had they, spikes and they had like they well, actually the, had like no, skin the, patterns. The one, they had like the one had else. spikes. No, it was the skin patterns spike. that I hated. Yeah, spike. <laughs> no, it was it, all the other ones except for the one with spikes on his back. Um, had there it, it almost looked like they had smooth skin as a as opposed to like in the first in the first bubbly skin in the first movie they had just like this craggy like like wart infested disgusting skin in the second movie which is it's fine it's like you know evolution maybe they were a little further along on the evolutionary chain in this movie but they looked like frogs like they look, they look. I would s- never in a million years say that they look like frogs in the second movie. They, t- they absolutely did. Yeah, they totally did. They looked like they looked like it. They looked smooth. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, they, they definitely did look smooth. They looked smooth. I'll give you that. I didn't like, like that. I liked the craggy, disgusting. Like, I don't know. Like, fair enough. Like you would grab them and they would feel like a like a like a I don't know a fossil almost. You know what I mean? A, f- a fossil hard like hard as a rock. Sort of. Yeah. Okay. Because they're not big. They're not big animals. No, so like that. they need I, they need the protection of like, they like this feel... disgusting hard like stone like skin. I feel like they would feel more like a crocodile or something like that. Like croc skin. Yeah. Hard hard like just... I don't know. They just they looked to me in the second movie they look they looked too clean. No, oh, I I would never in a million and years also they, describe and also, them. And well, also we, we look at these movies so differently. And also they have human lips, which I hated. The, they do have they do have lips. I'm not gonna say that was the greatest uh, thing that they added in, but I didn't mind it. Still, I hated that. Oh my god! I, so so if you have, if you haven't caught on yet, I think that the second movie is a thousand times better. Ugh. James agree, disagrees with me, hundred percent. 
Uh, that's okay. We're allowed to have differing opinions, even though you're wrong. But um, <clears throat> the second movie is just better in every single way. Every like every single way. Let's the, just we'll bounce back and forth here. It just, it, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me say this. Yes. The second the the second Gremlins movie <clears throat> was one hundred percent the it was it, it was the sequel that should have happened. Sure. It was everything the sequel to Gremlins should have there been. There never should have been one though. Joe Dante never wanted to make a sequel. They came to him they came to him right afterwards, right? So there's there's a story behind this. Yeah. Okay. They came to Joe Dante right after the first one came out and they go, We want a sequel. He goes, I don't want to do it. He, the movie was really hard for them to make. It was very stressful. You sure, know, so he's sure. like, I don't want to do it. He went off and he did some other movies. And then uh, the studio kept trying to get people to rewrite it or whatever, or, or write a sequel for it. It never felt right. And finally, they came back to Joe Dante, and they they're, they were basically like, "If you make, we want another Gremlins in the can to show next summer. If you do that, you can do anything you want." And he goes, "I can do anything that I want." He goes, "Okay, well, Joe Dante, being a big fan of Looney Tunes, and this it's right off the bat apparent because they literally put Looney Tunes in the beginning of the movie <laughs> uh-huh. that sets the tone for everything this movie is." Yeah, and, and 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 quite frankly, everything the first movie was too. You know, under Joe Dante's more comedic sensibilities, yeah, yeah. the first movie was. Had had a lot of elements of like Looney Tunes type humor, definitely, especially once you get into like the else. bar scene. Oh yeah, and, the bar uh, scene and, and the 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 uh, the movie theater scene. Yeah, the bar scene was literally just ten minutes of the practical effects guys stroking their egos, and and loving it. You know, what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. it was it was there was no plot, and, and with good reason. Yeah, and there was no yeah, plot was just... though involved in it. Though it was ten minutes of the Gremlins just being Gremlins. Well, the, it was yeah, amazing. Yeah, the whole yeah, it wasn't without reason. The whole idea of a of, of Gremlins is that they're just mischievous. Like they like to have sure. fun and they like to fuck around. But and that's also, what the, that's what that entire that was the best scene in the entire it, movie. It was, but you also get from that scene in the first movie though that it's very much a parody of people. Yeah. That's you know, and the second movie takes that and runs with it. Sure. So, so yeah. So it, the the first movie had that, and the second movie takes all of these ideas of it being kind of like a live action cartoon, and it just amplifies it by ten. I guess the oh, character. I guess no no no, I, no 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 no. I'm talking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the characters in two are so much better. The diversity. You have the fucking spider guy. You have the brainy guy. You have the the bat uh, the, the the bat gremlin. You had the, the okay. Let me the, let me the jump hooker in. Gremlin. Let me <laughs> jump in. Let me jump in. <laughs> There's so that the characters are so much more lively and better. Let me jump in. So you said that all of the gremlins in the first one were parodies of different kinds of people, well, right? They were. I wouldn't. There's more different in the second one than there were the first one. Did, but like the bar patrons, though, yes. No, hold on, hold on. Yeah. yeah, just go back to what you said. Yeah. You said that the gremlins in the first movie were parodies of different types of people, sure. right? In the second movie, the humans were parodies of different types of people, which meant that you had to push the gremlins even further. I'm, yeah, think, uh, think, think about it. Think about it. You had the, you had the eccentric CEO of the company. Oh, play with, uh, John, uh, John, uh, John Glover, is that his name? Played by John Glover. God, John Glover's great. I fucking love him. Yeah, yeah. Lionel it, Luther in Smallville, <laughs> if you're of, uh, of that persuasion. Yeah, so he was he was the he was the eccentric, like, way blown out of proportion, crazy, mm-hmm. uh, enigmatic, um, sort of, sort of... Uh, he's like a megalomaniac a little bit. Like, sort he's of, kind of like a... But also sort uh, of... Is that the right term? But megalomaniac? also, but also sort of childlike... 
You know what I mean? Like yeah. there were like he was just he was he was blown out of proportion as far as a human character goes in a movie. And then you have um then you have uh Billy's his supervisor, the redheaded girl. Oh yeah, she's she was, uh she she's was great. She was blown out of proportion. Like she was a caricature, basically a caricature of a of a, of a real life person. Yep. And then you had uh, you had the doctor played by um. Uh, uh, it was uh, it was uh, uh, <laughs> oh my god! Why can't we think of his name? Um, he played uh, he was in the monsters. Not the why monsters. do I want to? Fuck I, Adam's family. He was he was. Oh no no! You're thinking of John Aston. Oh fuck! No, sake. that's I don't know. not. I don't no, I'm thinking of the doctor. Of? I want to say Christopher Plummer. That's not his name though. The doctor. Um, Who the fuck are you? The doctor. About? The ge- the 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 genealogist. Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee. Jesus Christ! How did we not think of? Christopher I said. Lee? Well, I had half of it. I yeah, said yeah, Christopher yeah. Plummer. Um, Christopher Lee. He was way blown out of proportion. He was. He was. He was. Just. He was. Uh, like I said, like, I, and then you had the twins, the I twins who worked on that on that floor. You're saying that all, all of the humans were caricatures. They were basically like what you said the gremlins were in one, the humans were in two, which meant that the gremlins in two had to be amped up even more. I don't to, know that to, I completely agree with that sentiment. I don't know that the, the human you, characters were that blown out. You keep saying they're blown out of proportion. They're really not blown out of proportion. They're how how do you not see that the, the those two twin the twins who worked on the the genealogy? Yeah, floor? they were they were very cartoon. I'll give you that. Uh, very cartoon. Chris, Christopher, Christopher Lee's, Lee's character, character wasn't that blown out of proportion. Yes, he was. No, he wasn't. He was not. Yes, he was. He, was, he played. He played like the mad scientist that worked for the corporation type character. But like, take, he wasn't take, blown out of proportion. Take his character and put it in the setting of Gremlins One. He would be so out of place. Like well, the the most outrageous person in in Gremlins One was, was Dick Miss, Miller. Uh, was or, Mrs., oh, no, Mrs. Beattie. Deagle. Mrs. Deagle. 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 Yeah. God, and that bitch. When she fucking flew out of the fucking window was the most satisfying <laughs> oh, best, part of the entire movie. Best kill in the entire movie. <laughs> We didn't even talk about the kills in the first movie. It no, doesn't we're, matter. We're going all over the place uh, here. But yeah, she was the most outrageous character in that movie, and he was way more outrageous than she was. I dis. I don't think that he was. How do you? He was more outrageous because he she's was walking up to the bank saying that she's going to literally torture and kill his dog. Like that's pretty fucking it was, outrageous. It was. It was his personality coupled with coupled with this fucking weird like. Uh, um, killer clowns from outer space setting that he was in like this 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 lab that they were working in had all these weird bright colors and it 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 literally looked like the inside of it. We, you even said it Didn't the one the hallway the one hallway looked like it. the rest of the lab though looked and like, like a regular lab and he and he and and he walks up the girl the the receptionist the girl who played Pat she was from SNL yeah i can't remember yeah. her name but she sneezes into into a Kleenex and he's and he grabs the Kleenex from her and he's like Give me that. <laughs> give, give me that, and then he gives it to somebody else and get because he wants the flu. Run this for a Like he's like he was a he was a blown out of proportion weirdo, <sighs> crazy guess. scientist character. I, I, and then and then the whole like they're going through and they're showing like all these weird experiments that they're doing on these things with the electricity and the uh, like the different genome stuff that they're. Mm-hmm. It was just. The characters in this movie were completely unrealistic. Well, unrealistic, yes, but I, I don't know. I guess I've seen more blown out of proportion characters. That's all. Well, of course you've seen more. Yeah, in other movies, but I'm talking about within the confines of the Gremlins movies. 
if if you think that the gremlins were caricatures of real life people in the first movie, yeah, I'm saying that the humans were caricatures of humans in the second movie, which means you had to amp yes. up. Okay. okay, you had to amp up the the gremlins in the second which movie. Which I think make it. Which I think it was, makes it more fun. It was fun. Yes. It was fun. What that's, else, that's why. I, that's why I said this. This sequel was exactly what the second Gremlins movie should be. Yeah, I guess I don't know. But I'm, I looked at the but first. But I'm not. But I'm. But that said, it's not a better movie. I I completely disagree with you. I think I think that Gremlins two. Like when I watched Gremlins one, I was like, I it had like the seeds to be this more fun version of what it could be, and that is what the sequel was. Um, and, and I, and I love the idea that, that it wasn't even supposed to be made because they didn't want to make it. So they just kind of went full hog and did anything that they wanted to do. And this is what they came up with. Like, and I, and there's something about that, that just automatically makes it, I guess I'm not, I'm not saying better from a technical point, not better from a story point or anything like that. It's just, it's, if you're, there's going to be one movie that I'm going to watch, it's going to be the second one. It's just, it's the, the that fun aspect it, it just appeals to me more it's more it's more of the kind of movie that it should be i guess i don't know i don't know i feel like, i feel like the first movie is has has parts of what the second movie became but it still took itself a little bit too seriously in a sense you know what i'm saying like this movie the, the both these movies from the, from the get go just are fun movies like I don't know when you and when you ramp up the fun. I guess how is that going to be worse? I guess that, no, it's not. It's not. It's not worse to me. It's just not as good. I don't. There's to me like there's uh, there's a bit of darkness in the first one that is not present in the second movie that I miss. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Okay. Like I I thought that the first Gremlins movie had such a awesome uh blend of sort of creepiness and horror mixed with comedy yeah that in the second movie it just they kind of just went straight up comedy it's not it's not well, really it's, when, you have, when you have a grandma that drinks brain juice and suddenly he's like the smartest guy in the world and oh yeah it, it, it's it's I, absurd it I, is so absurd i, I do, love it i do love the second movie i love it like it's 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 funny it's fun and and there's great uh there's great special effects in it practical mm-hmm. effects like it's everything about the second movie is awesome yeah i i just don't think i i don't think that it's like and this is just personal opinion this is personal preference yeah when it comes to the overall tone and and feeling of a movie i prefer the first one i mean okay i'm not gonna tell you you're wrong you know what i mean i think you're wrong but i'm not going to tell you you're wrong <laughs> that, that that that's as that's as far as i'm willing to go <laughs> it's a, i hate to do this but it's a I, it's a it's an agree to disagree it, sort of it thing. really is it really is even though i don't agree I, um, with that, what I do, what I do love about uh, the the second movie is there's a lot of uh, Joe, uh, Joe Dante brought a lot of cameos in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always love cameos. I, oh, I can yeah. always appreciate, it, especially like when there are people that he's used for a lot of movies. Um, you had the guy that played uh, uh, Doctor Klopek in The Burbs. He was in a oh, random yeah. little tiny scene where he gets like fired for smoking in the hallway to get, and then you have um, yeah, you literally you just see him through a security camera. Yep. Yep. 
And then you have uh, God. This is this, this is breaking my heart right now. There's another guy from the Burbs that I cannot for the life of me fucking remember his name. He was in uh, Ghostbusters. He was in Ghostbusters well. too. He's the one that turns off the power for the city. Yeah. I can never remember his name. I always want to say that he's uh, that he's the dude from the Conan show. Um, I can, and I can apparently Andy Richter. Yes, no. I always want to say he's Andy Richter, but he's yeah, not. not. He's him, not no. Andy Richter. It's. But, uh, He's also though he's also in it and uh, it's fantastic. Uh, I was waiting for a little Tom Hanks cameo from uh, from the Burbs, but that, th- that didn't happen. <laughs> too much, too too good to be true. Too good to be true. Too good. Um, yeah, I don't know. You Leonard Malton at one point in time shows up in the second movie, uh, as he's he's reviewing the first movie. This tells you how serious <laughs> this movie takes itself. You had Leonard Malton reviewing the first movie in the second movie, and it's fucking hilarious. And then. And then uh, the, uh, Rick Ducommon is the guy the that you're thinking of, by the way. And then like the, the 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 creme de la creme in the second movie is that they literally stop the movie mid like like halfway through. And if you're in now, there's two different versions of this. Uh, there's the version that you saw in theaters, and then there's a version that you would see on VHS tape later on. Mm-hmm. We saw the theater version because when it was put the DVD, they put the original one back in. Yeah. So it's basically the movie just like the uh, it's like cigarette burns happen and all of a sudden the film just disintegrates uh-huh. and it's like the projector like burnt up basically. Yeah. And then you see like the the, the outlines and shadows of gremlins all dancing, dancing around screen, like, yeah. like they're taking over it and they do um what do they do they do like uh, they do like the hand puppets and some other stuff or whatever uh-huh. on the VHS version it was different. It was basically it cut the static, and you still had the gremlins with their silhouettes, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense in VHS. But then it actually looked this better. It actually cuts in the gremlins in an old John Wayne movie, and it's the <laughs> gremlins versus John Wayne. Really, it's like a five minute long sequence. Really, it's hilarious. I've never seen. It that. is hysterical. You have like John Wayne like get off my property, and then there's the like gremlins behind like a downed cow, and they're like shooting him with guns, and like it's <laughs> fucking hilarious. The gremlins are in like cowboy gear and everything. It's so stupidly funny. Like oh, that's awesome. And and I just love when things don't take themselves seriously, and those kind of things I just appreciate. I think they're hilarious. It's a, it's a wink at the audience, you know. No, I I, I agree. I agree with you. I do. And yep. that's why I say I I love the second movie. I just when it comes to when it comes to the overall feel and tone of a Gremlins movie, I prefer the first one. That's fair. Did you notice that um we we didn't even say her name yet if you if you can believe that cuz we were saving it. I know. Fucking Phoebe Cates. Phoebe Cates. Phoebe Cates. <clears throat> I don't know what I don't know what you what you're doing there but I was just fucking Mariah Carey over here. Yeah. Is, uh, <laughs> well, it's our Christmas episode, dude. Oh, that's fair. I yeah, don't want a lot for Christmas. Christmas. I just want Phoebe Case. <laughs> and I. Um, <laughs> she's back in this one. She plays uh, Zach Galligan's love interest in the first one and in the second one. They're. I said it right. I know. You're I was just expecting you to say Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> Zach Gal- Listen, they could remake Gremlins and put dude. Zach Galifianakis in that role, and Perfect. I'd be totally okay. Perfect. Um. Am I the only one that you've seen Mallrats? Of course. Yeah. yeah. Am I the only one that in the, in Gremlins two, the first time and the entire time you see Phoebe Cates, I'm not thinking she's fucking Trish the Dish. <laughs> she looks exactly <laughs> like her. I don't know about that, dude. 
Exactly. <laughs> short, short black hair, the little schoolgirl outfit, sort of. Even though, even though it's not a schoolgirl outfit, but it's like a uh, like a like a stewardess outfit almost. <laughs> they look identical. It's 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 just it's bizarre. It's I weird. Just, I just feel like this is a like a, a glance into your uh, <laughs> not at all into your perverse dreams. Not at all. Not at all. I am uh, I am not of the schoolgirl persuasion. I promise you. Um, Oh, that's what it was. I couldn't think of it in the in the scene in the scene in the second movie where they in the theater where the the gremlins burn the, the film and all that. Yeah, they actually show the theater and motherfucking Hulk Hogan is in the <laughs> damn theater. Like I don't know how I didn't remember this, but I guess I hadn't seen it in at least that part in a long time. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is Hulk Hogan doing in this movie? It's yeah, absolutely insane. I don't know, man. I love these movies. I, they're just they're just fantastic. It, I don't know. It it. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. No, we don't need to see my, say much more. Howie Mandel as the voice of Gizmo. Of course. Yeah. Uh, Frank Frank uh, Frank uh, Welker is that his name? Frank Welker. Frank Welker. He's a maybe. Is it Frank Weller or Frank Welker? Frank Welker, I think, is a famous voice actor. He was like uh, he was a boo in. Aladdin. Okay. And I think he was also. Oh, that makes sense. I can hear. I yeah. Was he Winnie the Pooh? No, that was Jim Cummings. Um. You also had Michael Winslow, who played. Uh, oh. Michael uh, Winslow was Michael uh, Winslow. He did from, Mogwai uh, voice and Gremlins voices. Well, Police yeah, Academy. From Police Academy. Yep, yeah. Yep. And uh, and <clears throat> Spaceballs. Yeah. What was it? Wasn't no no it wasn't Michael Winslow. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He was in um. Lavalanchula. That's what he was in. I don't know how oh, I just, yeah. I don't know how I just confused Spaceballs and Lavalanchula, <laughs> but that's a thing that just happened. Frank. Wel- oh, Frank Welker. This is why. Okay, so he's George from Curious George. Yep. Uh, Scooby Doo. Okay. In the okay. New Scooby Doo movies. Aladdin. Cave of Wonders. Going back to the first movie. Yeah. You know it's kind of crazy. Huh. Uh, one of the producers is uh, Kathleen Kennedy. And I know you're not a Star Wars guy. Kathleen Kennedy is the one that is in charge of Lucasfilm now for this whole new like new series they're doing. She's in charge of everything. Uh, big, big, big wig over at uh, Lucasfilm and uh, um, and with Disney. Oh, so so she's on the regular getting a bunch of hate mail from a bunch of dorks. And <laughs> even more so starting tomorrow. Yes, <laughs> when Rise of Skywalker comes out. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Like, what else is there to say? There's, uh, I, these movies are great. Everybody has seen these movies. We're not telling you anything you don't know. We're more giving you just opinions. But we're 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 just bullshitting at this point. At this point, yeah. Um, <clears throat> oh, sorry. There is one thing. Ah. How much juice was in the single orange? Oh my god! <laughs> that Billy put in that juicer <laughs> that exploded all over his kitchen. I was uh. It, it's I I wasn't even I w- is is that is that can you chalk that up to the fact that there was probably more oranges jammed up in there or is the Peltzer juicer just that good? I think the Peltzer juicer is they thought that it didn't work. I think that it worked perfectly. It worked. It just needs to be contained. Right. It's not that it didn't. It worked more than it was supposed. to. You put to. in one orange, and you get the the juice of an entire orange grove. You, I'm not sure exactly. You get a, how that works. You get a gallon of juice from one orange. Why are people Why are people not buying up the Peltzer juicer? All you got to do is like kind of, you know, there's really 
duct tape a garbage bag over the top to or have, redirect or have, kill, or have a kill room like Dexter. Like, <laughs> that would work <laughs> to re- redirect the flow, and you're saving crazy money. Yeah, on orange juice. Hell, you could you could juice one orange and then sell gallons of orange juice. Yeah, it's a it's perfect. You're it's you're perfect. making money at that point. Also, yeah, we 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 barely touched on. This. I feel like everybody listening to this is gonna be like, you didn't talk about this, 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 and this. The fucking microwave scene. Oh. We gotta talk about the microwave scene in the first movie. The whole it's classic. The whole kitchen scene. Am I the only one convinced that Altogether. Billy's mother, when she went over and like literally shanked the shit out of one of those gremlins? Oh yeah. Probably not the first thing she's killed with a knife. I kind of felt the same right. way too. She right? seemed really comfortable stabbing <laughs> right? something to death. And she seems she seems so like just inconspicuous. No. Just saying, I'm pretty sure she's a cold-blooded murderer. Yeah, there's a dark side to Billy's mom. There's a, there's a spin-off movie here somewhere, like a prequel, <laughs> a prequel spin-off. That <laughs> you know what I read though uh, about that scene. They initially they were going to show, they were going to show. So she stabs that little guy to death. Yep. And well, not to death, but he was he was still alive and he had the knife sticking out of his chest. And they were going to show a scene where he was, like, attempting to pull the knife back out of his chest. Mm -hmm. But they deemed it too... uh, They thought that it would distress audiences too much. Okay. You know, because it was the 80s. And back then, pulling a knife out of something was distressing. But you can have a gremlin pull out a a fucking six-shooter and literally shoot other gremlins in the head. Yeah, sure. Why not? (laughs) Uh, so they thought it was they thought it was too distressing to watch this little gremlin pulling a knife out of his chest. So they they scrapped that special effect. But if you actually watch when she pushes the other one into the uh, to the microwave over her left shoulder, you can actually see that special effect still taking place, and you can see the little guy. Oh, pull, really? Pulling the knife oh, out of no his shit. chest. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I yeah. need to go back and rewatch that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, is there anything else you want to draw attention to here? No, no. I think uh, I think overall, uh, both of these movies are fantastic. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to... Mike and I disagree on which one is better, but uh, overall, both of them are amazing. Yeah. Like I said, I think that Gremlins 2, the new batch, was exactly the, the sequel that should have happened. Mm-hmm. Because once you once you were done with the first movie, the only the only place to go was silly. Sure, right. Which, so again, so I, though, that's so I like where they, the first one started at. Right, you know what I'm saying so. So I like what they did with it. I just personally prefer the first one. That's fair. What, I, what are your final thoughts? I I agree with everything that you said. Only completely flip it, and I prefer the second one. I think the second one captured the tone of what those characters were way more than. Than the tone of the first movie. I think the first, the, the the darker tone of the first movie, works for that movie. Mm-hmm. That being said, I would have preferred it with more of a comedic tone, which is exactly what you got in the second movie. Yeah. So that's just where my tastes lie. I mean, come the, on. The like, first, the first one just feels more Amblin to me. Yeah, no, you know I'll, I'll give you that. I'll, I'll definitely give you that. I mean, come on, the, the second one and the second one felt way more like Warner Brothers cartoons. Like yeah. it really did. Yeah, you know, you. I mean, hell, we didn't even the talk fact about the that electric, it, the, f- the electric gremlin that oh, literally yeah. looked like. You know what? That electric gremlin. I told you this yesterday when we were watching it. Would absolutely be right at home on the cover of an ICP <laughs> record. 
Like it looks like one of like the, like the the great Jaleco brothers, or whatever the fuck they're talking about. There's the, one where they look like uh, the great the great Galico. Gal, I don't, you know, no. There's there's Malenko. Oh, the great Malenko. There's the great Malenko, which was like the the guy with the big like uh, magic hat. Yeah, yeah. But then there was like the the something Jekyll brothers, and they look like two like uh, like electric bolts or something like that. Oh God, doesn't matter. Yeah, I total- fucking hate ICP, <laughs> so I don't know either. I'm going by what I've seen in my life. I'm very wrong. I'm not even. I hate them so much. I'm not even going to use it as a correction if I'm if I'm wrong next week. Listen, all I I'm not s- doing it. Listen, all I gotta say is woo woo, woo woo. How do magnets <laughs> even work? <laughs> magnets? How the fuck do those work? <laughs> all right, we got it. We got it. This. <laughs> oh boy. All uh, right. <laughs> yeah. If 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 you for it's, some it's strange the three, it's the three, reason it's the three ring a ding a ding ding. You're done. You're done. I'm cutting you off. If you for some reason haven't seen the two Gremlins movies and you're still listening to this, a I, I got nothing for you, and b go watch the Gremlins movies. Yeah. Because uh, they're they're amazing. Yep. Um. Yeah. Uh. I that's that's it. I got nothing else. That's it. That's all for Gremlins. Hey. <laughs> uh. Before we go, I just want to tell you. Head over to audibletrial.com slash the buzzkill podcast and pick up a 30-day free trial for Audible. Yeah. You get a free book. Right now I'm listening to Tom Sawyer. Tom Sawyer? As read by Nick Offerman. That's yeah. A, wait, that's a thing? Yep, that's a thing. It was it, 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 that, I was that seems worth it. <laughs> yeah, it was recommended to me by our friend Brian. I'm not gonna say his full name right now because it's uh, not good to do That's during fair. an advertisement. That's fair. Is recommended by Brian. You guys all know who I'm talking about. Yeah, head over to audibletrial.com/slash/thebuzzkillpodcast. Pick up a 30-day free trial. Also, one free credit for any book in their hundreds of thousands of books. And if you don't like in Audible, their library, if 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 you realize that like maybe somebody reading a book to you is not really the thing for you, cancel it. Get to keep the book. Cancel it. Keep the book. Do whatever you want. It's a swell deal. And also, you know what? Christmas is coming up. Makes a great gift. You know what you could do? You could plug in your mom's email and then tell your mom, hey, ma, guess what I did for you for Christmas? I got you an audible trial. I got you an audible. I I got you an audible trial and I paid for the first month for you. And then every month that she forgets to cancel it, it's on her. But you're a good kid. You got that first month. Absolutely. (laughs) You're, You're her favorite son all of a sudden. Or daughter. So, hey. Do it. Yep. Head over to audibletrial.com slash the buzz to kill podcast. Pick up a free 30-day membership and a free book. Do it. Helps and that's out. it for this week. Christmas. Christmas time. Christmas is done. Hey, bud. Go enjoy your family. Will you? I uh, I will enjoy my family. I promise right, you. So when, right. when this gets posted, it's going to be the Sunday before Christmas. Oh, my God. We're timely. Look at that. We're not late. Usually all of our holiday episodes are late. <laughs> Look <laughs> at us. actually be on time. Look at us. I know. Don't worry. It'll never happen again. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> um, All right. Uh, well, that's it for this week. Go watch the Gremlins movies. Let us know what you think. If you're watching any other uh, Christmas-based horror movies this this year, let us know. Let us know. Yep. I love Christmas-based one of the, horror movies. We it's keep one want, of my favorite subgenres. We keep wanting to watch Scent. Scent. Yeah. It is one absolutely. Of, we keep wanting to watch. We haven't done uh, it yet. In years past, we've done rare exports. Yep. Uh, um, a Christmas Christmas horror story. Yep. Uh, what was it? Krampus. Cra- oh, Krampus is so good. I want to watch Scent. I know it's Man, not. A- I I love I love 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 Christmas based horror movies. So send them our way if you got any good recommendations. I know it's not a horror movie, 
but I cannot stress to you enough how absolutely amazing a very Harold and Kumar Christmas is. <laughs> it might possibly be the greatest Christmas movie made since like National Lampoon. I'm inclined to believe you. I, honestly, God, you have like if you're going in order of like best of like best, you have like Christmas Story. Whoa, what was that? I don't know. We're just gonna I, leave it. I think there's aliens coming. <laughs> <laughs> you have like Christmas Story, National Lampoon. Harold and Kumar. <laughs> like, that's just the fuck elf. If you're gonna put elf in there, fuck you. I don't fuck we're elf, not friends. Fuck Charlie it's, Brown. It's, it's no, those are the three. That's the trifecta. I, I swear to God though, if you've never seen them, you need to see it. It's it is hysterical. It's so well, funny. I'm gonna check it out. Have your, you ever seen it? On your recommendation now. No, of course oh, not. It's so no. good. It's so good. All right. And they filmed it in Detroit. Hey. Fun stuff. Bonus. But uh, anyway. All right. Well, thanks for joining us for our Christmas episode here. Uh, stay tuned next week. We don't know what we're going to do. It's going to be a new year. Well, next week's not going to be our shape of uh, drunk to come. Oh, yes, it is. Will it be, though? I, I, think, there might be, I think there might be a week be- between. Because we, u- we usually do that and the, the first week actually in the new year. Oh. So we'll see. We'll okay. see how this plays out. Yeah, it's it's been a long night, so we'll figure it out. We'll let it's you. It's been f- a very long. <laughs> night. We'll let you folks know. Uh, in the meantime, if this episode even comes off as like a semblance of an episode, we're we're in good shape right now. I, I feel like we're doing pretty good. All right, I hope it, you're. I hope you're right. In the meantime, if you want to find us on social media, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzzed Kill Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at the Buzzed Kill PC. As James said before, check out our Audible link at audibletrial.com/slash the backslash. AudibleTrial.com slash the buzz to kill podcast. There it there is. There we go. That's the one. <laughs> and uh that's it. Hey, I'm, check out Jay. I'm, Come on, we gotta plug Jay. We're we're gonna do it. No, fuck him. He left <laughs> us. <laughs> you left us. Ocean recording. Go check it out. Yeah, check out ocean recording. <laughs> whatever. It's it's whatever. You know, what at this it. point it's whatever. Check out Ocean Recording Studio for he, all your audio needs. He wronged us, man. We love him so much though. All right. Hey man. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, you filthy uh, animal. Yep, I'll see you on the other side, brother. Get the fuck out of my house. Try to have a good night. (laughs) 